S-O. If you're looking for a great restaurant in Metairie, there's nothing better than Quarter View Restaurant, 613 Clearview Parkway, the home of politics with a punch. They have delicious New Orleans seafood and appetizers, signature sandwiches, and delicious po'boys. The pasta dishes are out of this world, and the desserts are amazing. For more info, check out facebook.com slash quarterview or call 504-887-3456. So we'll see you at the Quarter View. Delicious dining, great atmosphere, and family-owned and operated. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Nothing to do to save his life, call his wife and... Nothing to say, but what a day. How's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ringside Politics with a Punch, and your host, Jeff Couler. Well past 25 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt and still packing a punch. He's the host of Ringside Politics with a Punch, writes for townhall.com, and has a new book, America's Last Chance. Jeff also has his own YouTube channel. But even with all that going on, he hasn't forgotten his listeners. The ones who opine every day right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Guerre right now at 556-9696. Go to a show, you hope she goes. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Jeff Carrere with you, and happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend. We're excited to be with you, and uh, we want to say hello to all of our friends joining us. It's... uh, on the dial at 990 a.m. online at WGSO.com. On the Mixer app that you can download from the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store, it's free, ad-free. And our friends on Facebook streaming live at Central City News and Ringside Politics. And our friends on Blessed News, we say hello to all. Here is your ticket into the program. So we want you to be part of a conversation that we have here in the program. It's called an open line. So that means you can chime in. Some shows direct you to specific topics, and you have to stay within those parameters. Here we give you a chance to chime in on what you want to, not just one day a week, every day. 504-556-9696, your ticket into the program. And Jeff, J-E-F-F at WGSO.com is the uh, email address. And uh, we certainly look forward to hearing from you on these topics we'll throw out for your consideration. And uh, believe me, there are lots of them. So uh, we thank all of you who uh, checked us out on uh, Real America's Voice over the weekend. It was uh, sort of a uh, abbreviated show. We had um, CPAC coverage, uh, President Trump's uh, C-SPAC's, uh, CPAC speech. Uh, ben Burkwam was um, there at CPAC covering and uh, doing a great job. So we were pleased to uh, be part of that. And again, more information, you can check it out at America's Voice, uh, dot news. Brand new column today that is uh, posting. 
Check it out at townhall.com, and later on it should be up at wgso.com and other sites. And uh, basically it is uh, all about uh, America is reaching the open border boiling point. And, yeah, I think it is um, because uh, we're now being invaded. Uh, this is a, a policy this administration has uh, pretty much uh, pursued. Uh, the um, demographics of the country are changing. The uh, attacks are occurring on our health care system. Uh, infectious diseases are being brought in. Uh, individuals with criminal records are being brought in. Folks are tied to drug cartel members. We don't know about terrorists. Uh, obviously, a school system's being impacted as uh, undocumented migrants, quote-unquote illegal aliens, with children get to uh, deposit their children in schools, and schools have to pretty much take them. And whatever language uh, they are speaking need to be accommodated. Those are putting tremendous strains on school systems and taxpayers uh, across the nation. Uh, just see uh, impacts are... Um, Limitless, practically, of course, to the electoral system, as Democrats trying to get these people uh, voting, on and on and on. Strain to the financial uh, situation in cities and states and, of course, across the nation. The cost of all this is uh, in the hundreds of billions. And this is a planned policy to allow 10 million folks to come in here. Uh, and that's just one estimate, 10 million since uh, Biden became president since he was selected, not elected. And uh, yeah, and, and it's more than two times the population of Louisiana. That is more than the population of 41 of our 50 states. So when you look at 10.3 million that have come in, 41 states have less population, including the state of Louisiana, which is 4.6, more than double our population. And Unfortunately, people that come in here commit crimes, such as a Venezuelan illegal immigrant who killed a young woman in Georgia, a student at a university there, Augusta University in Athens. She's a nursing student and um, going on a jog, never came home because she, she was killed by an illegal. And uh, this doesn't happen just uh, periodically. You have illegals committing crimes all the time. Uh, that's because, as President Trump said eight and a half years ago, they're not sending their best. You know, they're sending people from mental asylums, from uh, jails. You know, mixed in are people that want a better life and are good people, but you've got too big of a threat to allow it. It's got to go back to a system where our borders are secure and we have to protect our people. The, the American people need to be first, not folks from 174 nations that are streaming in here. So the anger of the American people is rising over this, and one bit of evidence is the exit polls that we see in these uh, beginning states, early states, Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, three states, three set of exit polls, three examples where immigration tops the economy. That almost never happens. Remember back in 1992, James Carville said it's the economy, stupid. It's always the economy. People vote their pocketbook. And under Bidenomics, as I pointed out, it's an American nightmare. People are having a hard time. Uh, rising prices, uh, lowering uh, uh, real wages, purchasing power down, interest rates high, debt high. Uh, 
things aren't getting any better. Uh, jobs that are coming in are going to foreign-born uh, workers, American-born workers. The numbers of uh, employed are down from COVID. So a uh, plethora of factors point to a difficult time. But even with all those difficulties, the number one problem is illegal immigration because people see what it is doing to the nation and are concerned. It is a planned policy by uh, this president and his team of radical, uh, progressive, uh, socialist um, bureaucrats and uh, appointees uh, really has had an incredibly detrimental effect in three years and one month. So the good policies of President Trump remain in Mexico and in catch and release, building a border wall all jettisoned. In, in place, they established rolling out the red carpet, welcome one and all, reduce the border roll, make it easy to get here, uh, bring back catch and release, get rid of Remain in Mexico, get a, give them a court date 10 years into the future, and here we are. Governor Abbott starts busing them to people, uh, to places like Chicago and New York, and they go crazy. And the mayors there say they are overwhelmed, yet nobody seems to have a concern with the border states, and especially Texas, that have been the epicenter of this uh, earthquake uh, for three, three years and one month. So Texas is actually making some strides, putting up barbed wire, putting National Guard, finally uh, dealing with this aggressively. So now they're shifting over to... California, and of course, Gavin Newsom, being a progressive governor himself, has got no effective border policies. He doesn't want them. Nor does the uh, liberal governors of Arizona or New Mexico, all run by Democrats. And this is a policy of Democrats, open borders. Hey, what are you saying? 504-556-9696. It is an open line. Any topic you want to address, fair game. Jeff Career here at Springside Politics on the Airwaves. Thanks so much for being with us. We'll be right back. have passed since Our Lady of Fatima first appeared to the three shepherd children in Portugal. Her request when granted will assure peace in the world. Her requests are simple. The consecration of Russia to her immaculate heart by the Pope and all bishops of the world. Pray the rosary every day and practice the first five Saturdays devotion. When enough people follow her instructions, there will be peace. If her requests continue to be ignored, there will be dire consequences. Time is running out. Please pray for the conversion of Russia. For information about Fatima, contact www.fatima.org. If you need storage, there's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices in Metairie guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. 
Do you want to overcome obstacles, thrive, and live a life aligned with your deepest values? Then let me recommend Stewart Life Coaching, led by its dedicated owner, Edwa Stewart. She's committed to empowering individuals to achieve their full potential, lead fulfilling lives. At Stewart Life Coaching, the emphasis is on fostering a positive mindset, resilience, and effective goal setting. Edwa understands today's fast-paced world and challenges, but through one-on-one sessions, her clients are guided to discover their strengths, overcome obstacles, and create meaningful, sustainable change. At Stewart Life Coaching, clients are encouraged to explore their values, aspirations, and personal narratives to unlock their true potential. Stewart Life Coaching provides a personalized navigation system for life, offering support, insights, and strategies to help you navigate your unique path and achieve a fulfilling and purpose-driven life. For more information, contact Edwa at 504-578-0006 or visit edwastewart.com. On March 23rd, voters in Metairie, Harahan, River Ridge, and most of Kenner will elect a new judge for the 24th Judicial District Court Division D. Jerry Smith is proud to be a candidate in this important election. Jerry has extensive experience litigating both civil and criminal matters. He spent 13 years representing the state of Louisiana as an assistant district attorney, prosecuting some of the region's most violent criminals. Jerry Smith is a lifelong Republican, a Jefferson Parish homeowner for over 20 years a loving husband and father who has dedicated his time and talents to the community. He is founder of a Hogs for the Cause fundraising team that has raised over $100,000 to assist families battling pediatric brain cancer. Jerry Smith's legal career and professional reputation in the community emulate the values he prioritizes in raising two young boys. Integrity, the value of hard work, and respect for others. For more information, visit jerrysmithforjudge.com. Paid for by the committee to elect Jerry Smith. Hey, remember in the old days when something was really difficult, they would say, well, it's going to take an act of Congress to fix that. Well, Bob, you were right. The times, they are a-changing. Today, an act of Congress means it's never going to get done. But your chance to opine is here right now with Jeff Kuehr and Ringside Politics with a Punch. He's winning ringside now at 556-9696. Hey, we're back. Jeff Career here. Thanks so much for joining us uh, on the airwaves. And uh, we thank you for, of course, uh, being part of the program. And uh, there you go. 504-556-9696 is your ticket into the show. You can also uh, email us at jeff at wgso.com. So among the uh, topics this morning, we'll be talking about the RNC. So Ronna Romney, Lipgloss, McDaniel, uh, the hair extension and Botox queen and lip injection queen uh, with the high-priced sweets and the fancy limos and extravagant gifts. Well, she's going to be leaving her post uh, either right before or right after Super Tuesday. So she'll be gone uh, before things really get ramped up for the general election. Seven years of losing, and uh, she's finally leaving. What a detriment she's been to the uh, RNC. Speaking of the Republican Party, questions now about the future of Nikki Haley after another humiliating loss to Donald Trump. So she's 0 for 5. Uh, Trump beat her in Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, uh, the Vir- British, I mean, the American Virgin Islands, uh, the islands. 
and uh, now has beaten her in the great state of South Carolina, her home state, where she's governor. Didn't just beat her. He won by 20, roughly 60 to 40. And that was a tremendous victory for President Trump and one that really should have been a signal for her to leave. Yet, no, she says she's staying in, especially going to Michigan today. They're going to be campaigning in Super Tuesday states and could be a uh, prelude to her becoming part of a no-labels ticket where she runs as third party and uh, runs with a Democrat on a ticket trying to upend uh, the political establishment of both parties as an establishment candidate. <laughs> so, I mean, this is a, a deep state neocon uh, rhino candidate uh, who is trying to go after deep state neocon rhino support. Now, the Koch brothers, uh, a group behind Americans for Prosperity and a viciously anti-Trump group of uh, donors who have been supporting her have now pulled the plug. So she doesn't have them going forward. So what is her path forward? We'll get, throw it out there for discussion. 504-556-9696. And once again, she tries uh, ageism and uh, tries to lump President Trump in with Joe Biden. That's like, uh, you know, lumping uh, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, in with, uh, you know, Delgado's football team, Delgado Community College. They don't have a football team. If they did, or UNO's football team, they don't have one. But if they did, that would be lumping them in together. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, Donald Trump, again, we, we saw him over the weekend speaking without notes, speaking extemporaneously uh, in command of, the facts, doing his various bits. Biden, I mean, there, there's so many gaffes. There, there are too many, really, to present all the clips to you. It's just too many. The man is a walking gaff, a stumbling gaff. Now they've got wider shoes for the man so he doesn't fall. So he's got these uh, super wide shoes that he wears to try to give him balance. You know, so he's still sleeping right now. So he gets up about 10 when the cat wakes him up and then, you know, he works for a few hours and then it's, that's it. Then he's, uh, you know, back to, I guess, watching Jeopardy and going to, I don't know what uh, it's, he claims he has relations with his wife, keeps him young. <laughs> Does anybody believe that? I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, he's just a decrepit, uh, he is a, a nasty liar in so many different ways, continues to lie. 504-556-9696. So what do you make of the RNC chair? What do you make of uh, the future of Nikki Haley? Donald Trump, another big victory. He's moving on to Michigan where he needs to secure another big victory before moving on to, of course, Super Tuesday. 504-556-9696. While that's going on, they're still trying to nab him with the election interference uh, cases against him. Uh, Georgia, New York, D.C., and Florida. And you still have these civil cases with their unbelievable um, verdicts. And then you've got the uh, ballot 
challenge case should have been thrown out immediately because that is an absolute joke. You don't take away a choice from the American people based on what? Quote-unquote insurrection. It's just uh, an absolute fraud, all of it. What's also a fraud, it's becoming more and more apparent, is this whole narrative about the January 6th pipe bomber. Uh, it's not adding up. It, it looks like uh, could have been possibly a setup. We don't know. Uh, it just doesn't ring true, none of it really. Nor does the narrative about January 6th, uh, insurrectionists looking to take down the government. We know that, of course, is a phony narrative, but that's what the mainstream me media does. Uh, they push phony narratives. Uh, an example, uh, Media Research Company Center does their, MRC does their analysis of the major news networks, ABC, CBS, NBC. Their coverage of Donald Trump in recent months, 89% negative. <laughs> so it's all negative. Uh, their uh, discussion of stories that might in some way be harmful to creepy, sleepy Uncle Joe Beijing balloon Biden, almost zero. Zero. Their coverage of uh, issues that could be uh, in some way uh, harmful to the Democratic Party, almost zero. Case in point, this uh, horrible murder in Athens, Georgia. Lake and Hope Riley, a, a nursing student, a young woman, whole life in front of her, 23 years old, goes out for a jog, never comes back. Her murderer, an illegal uh, immigrant. The network news coverage of that event, uh, one network spent a few seconds on it, the other two networks, zero. So an issue that should be front and center, that should be uh, leading the news, or one of the stories leading the news, gets no coverage. Now, let's say it was Jussie Smollett <laughs> and uh, his ludicrous tale, and the attackers were MAGA, Trump-supporting uh, uh, white guys, and the victim, uh, an immigrant, a poor immigrant here in this country, or someone like Jussie Smollett, African-American actor, personality. And, of course, that would be uh, front and center. You know, Jussie's uh, case, front and center. Even though, of course, it was poked full of holes almost immediately and was another fraud. Media lapped it up. This case, real story, real woman dead. No, no coverage. No coverage. 504-556-9696. And uh, that's because uh, the media is invested in uh, the transformation of America. They want the um, 12 million uh, illegals to come here. They want the Democrats to have a lock on political power. Here's another way the Democrats are doing it. By getting all of these illegals into all these uh, states, they're going to change uh, the 2030 census. And reapportionment is based on population figures, which include illegals. So that means more uh, representation for California, New Mexico, Arizona, and states where illegals are flooded to. Now, Texas is another one, and Republicans are holding on to uh, their power there for dear life, but they'll create more districts in areas of the state controlled by Democrats where you have uh, massive increases in illegals. So this is another way to give them a lock on power. 
and um, they're playing what's called the long game. Republicans, uh, they shoot themselves in the foot. <laughs> Democrats arming themselves, uh, Republicans shooting themselves in the foot with people like Ronna Romney McDaniel and getting rid of good, solid Republican voters like uh, George Santos. I mean, people now say their majority is useless because it's so tiny. Uh, they're not even going to pursue the uh, impeachment of creepy, sleepy Uncle Joe Beijing Balloon Biden, the most corrupt president ever, the worst president ever. Yet, by the way, a group of political scientists that are so-called experts, <laughs> they say he's the 14th best uh, president of all time. So, uh, you know, uh, don't trust uh, those lying eyes. Don't trust your... Uh, dwindling pocketbook, don't trust those grocery prices, don't trust your uh, credit card interest uh, rates. No, just listen to these experts tell you Joe Biden's the 14th best president, better than Ronald Reagan. I mean, that is, I mean, that is beyond insane. And these people put uh, Donald Trump and everything he did and all of his accomplishments, they put him last. These are the radicals that are teaching our children. 504-556-9696, Jeff Career here. It is Ringside Politics on the Airways. We've got a lot to do. We're going to take care of some business, get a news update, your phone calls, and more when we return. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. The crime special session begins its second week today, and there's a bill halfway through the process that would result in first-time DWI offenders having to install an ignition interlocking device in order to avoid having their license suspended. Louisiana Senator Rick Edmonds says first-time offenders would be required to have the device installed for six months while multiple DUI offenders. Time would be expanded to four years. Your automobile cannot start when you blow into the tube and obviously if you've been drinking and you're past the legal limit. Edmonds says enacting his bill will also qualify the state for federal funding. This puts us in line with the National Federal Highway Safety uh, folks to be able to draw down some dollars. It could be as much as $4 million. I'm Tico Fox. The sheriff of St. Mary Parish passed away over the weekend. Blake Smith had served as St. Mary's top law enforcement officer since 2018. He's known for his open-door policy that fostered an environment of trust and collaboration. Louisiana Radio Network. Hey, Louisiana, how are you stopping litter? In Terrebonne Parish, we put our trash in a bag and never out the car window. In Bienville, we bag it, tie it, and put a lid on it. We keep litter out of our lakes in Lafayette. And in Calcasieu Parish, we keep our roads clean by clearing out our truck beds and securing our loads. We need every person in every parish to stop littering and keep Louisiana beautiful. For more litter prevention tips, visit LetLouisianaShine.org. Sponsored by the Louisiana Lieutenant Governor's Office and Keep Louisiana Beautiful. This is Nancy Landry, your Secretary of State. The Louisiana presidential primary is March 23rd. As a reminder, only registered Democrats and Republicans may vote in their respective party's primary. All qualified voters, regardless of party, may vote in local elections within their jurisdiction. Register to vote or update your registration in person or by mail by February 21st or online by March 2nd. Visit GEAUXVote.com for more information. Very soon you will be able to carry a defensive firearm in your pocket or purse without a permit in Louisiana. What should that firearm be? 
Can you protect yourself with a small 22 or 32 with almost no recoil? What about a 380? How is it different from a 38? The Home Defense Foundation will be holding free classes on these and many other carry-related topics in the coming year. To learn about all the classes, get on our mailing list at hdfnola.org. Learn how you can use a small self-defense pistol. Go to hdfnola.org and come to one of our free classes. Everything is free. Ammo, targets, range instruction. hdfnola.org. If you're at work right now punching a time card or you're in prison for punching the boss, we really don't care. What we do care about, though, is your spin going on here every day at Ringside Politics. You know, there are people who believe that we've been visited by aliens. Then there are people who seem to be on another planet. Well, that's not our problem either. Channel your energy now to Jeff Cruer and Ringside Politics. The secret number is 556-9696. Hey, we're back. So we uh, also want to talk about this uh, special session uh, going on and uh, one of the so there's talking about uh, this uh, breathalyzer uh, where they're going to stop you from uh, driving a car if you've had too much to drink. And uh, I guess some people would say, hey, that's great. Uh, then I'm thinking, well, what else are they going to do as far as monitoring uh, your vehicle? You know, these legislators have been itching for years to try to uh, force us uh, not to uh, be able to uh, use a cell phone in a vehicle. Uh, I'm hoping now that the uh, guy who's been pushing this, uh, now that he is no longer in the legislature, they're not going to continue to push this. It's an attack on our uh, freedom. And uh, I really don't want big government in our car, you know, uh, and uh, don't really want them to be monitoring anything. You know, get the hell out of the vehicle. And uh, also, of course, uh, they're after giving... um, quote, uh, another black congressional district. They're in the process of doing that for the Supreme Court. And um, this is after the uh, whole uh, closed primary debacle where we have a hybrid system now that is, I think, probably more confusing than what we had before, uh, but still leaves most of the open primary intact. And uh, now another uh, district for Supreme Court to uh, African-Americans. And supposedly this is being done to uh, placate uh, court orders and uh, judges' order. Uh, Louisiana is a red state, and shouldn't the uh, Supreme Court reflect that? Right now, uh, the majority is uh, four um, solid conservative votes, two liberal votes, one swing voter. If you uh, take away another Republican conservative vote, uh, it becomes three, three, and one. So then you've got a up-for-grab Supreme Court. And in a state that is supposedly Republican majority, that shouldn't be the case, should it? Shouldn't there be a Republicans having majority in the Supreme Court? I mean, shouldn't Republicans not be giving up seats in Congress where uh, right now the majority is very, 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 very small? Let's get a closed primary. 
Uh, we see the problems with these open primaries. We see a problem where you have uh, independents and Democrats trying to come in and dictate to the Republicans who their nominee is. That's why Nikki Haley gets 40 percent in uh, South Carolina. That's why she got 43 percent in New Hampshire. Not Republican voters, but Democrats and independents coming in, trying to mess with the Republican primary. Uh, we need closed party primaries, period. I don't care what John Kennedy says or these uh, people that love the uh, open primary. That should be the case. We do have it for presidential elections. So uh, Democrats and independents can't come into our Republican presidential primary and vote for Nikki Haley in South Carolina and New, New Hampshire and 11 of the uh, Super Tuesday states they can. So that's probably why Nikki Haley is staying in, because she's going to be attracting Democrat independent votes. Now, again, big donor to her, the uh, Koch brothers, have backed away. That's a big blow to her, because she has been uh, using their money to attack Donald Trump. And Republicans stupidly gave her all these opportunities on these debates to attack Donald Trump as well, uh, pretty much giving a platform to uh, the rhino neocon wing of the Republican Party, which, I'm sorry, doesn't represent the base, doesn't re represent the majority, so it shouldn't be in leadership. <laughs> if you're not the majority, you shouldn't be in leadership, but they are. Now, maybe that'll change getting rid of Ronna Romney McDaniel, who's going to be leaving on March the 8th, so hanging around for another uh, 10 days or so. All right, what do you say? 504-556-9696. Let's go to the phone lines right now. Welcome our friend James in Metairie. Good morning, sir. Welcome. How are you? Good morning, Jim. I'm glad you let off with that uh, student out there in uh, Athens. Uh, that guy, uh, that Venezuelan illegal, was uh, he got in trouble in New York. and you know, I think they, he was released the next day or something like that or the same day. I forgot what the what the uh, offense was. Uh, I thought it was something with children, but I'm not sure. Uh, but, you know, at least we forget, Jeff, how about uh, Case Steinle out there in the Bay Area, uh, uh, died in the arms of her dad. That guy had been uh, deported five yes. or six times. Been deported five or six times, the guy who killed yeah. uh, uh, Case Steinle. Exactly. And then we had... Exactly uh, right. And don't forget about. And then there uh, was uh, there was a, a case in uh, Iowa not long ago, James. And uh, I'll give you that uh, information. That that occurred uh, just a few years ago, where you had, uh, you know, you had a young woman killed by an illegal. Uh, so I mean, it, it happens with uh, regularity. And in this case, of course, uh, you know, bright uh, future for this woman now snuffed out by a guy. Yeah. who, uh, A, shouldn't have been here, B, should have been deported, because last year he uh, was accused of uh, abuse of a, of a youngster in New York. He should have been immediately deported, but he wasn't. And then a few months later, he shows up in Georgia and kills this uh, this young yeah, woman. So, and Molly, Mo, Mo, uh, Molly Tibbetts was uh, jogging uh, on a country road. Molly Tibbetts. Molly Tibbetts. That's the one in Iowa. Good, uh, good call there, yeah, the poor kid, James. The poor kid, all yeah. she had was a cell phone. She didn't even have any uh, pepper spray or anything. And uh, that guy, that guy uh, could not speak a word of English. Now, he was supposedly uh, employed at that uh, father-son dairy farm. Uh, but uh, come to find out, uh, you know, if he, if he had any paperwork, uh, it was half-assed paperwork. Uh, you know, that was a lot of crap, you know, not a lot of nothing. 
but uh, like I said, we you try not to forget these guys. And uh, I know you. I'm glad. So this guy, you know, this guy was a Venezuelan. Now Venezuela has now stopped yeah. accepting uh, people mm. that were trying to deport back to their country, criminals. Yeah. And uh, Venezuelans are the ones who have been involved in some of these recent attacks against police in New York. Uh, you know where police have been. Uh, Man. Brutalized by a group of uh, "quote unquote" migrants, uh, yeah. illegal aliens. They're from Venezuela, so Venezuela is obviously emptying their prisons, uh, and uh, these folks are coming here. So there's yeah. a socialist uh, dictator down there, Nicolas Maduro, who doesn't have a uh, free press, doesn't have uh, fair elections, and this is a uh, dictator who doesn't care. So he's now he's going to stop accepting flights uh, into his country. I just so, I just wanted. I just wanted to mention briefly about uh, uh, yeah. what's, his name, what's his name, uh, and I got a couple other things to hit real quick. The, uh, Jake Sullivan made all of the uh, talk shows over the weekend, and uh, starting with your girlfriend uh, Shannon Bream. But uh, the guy, you know, the guy, the guy is he's slick. The guy's, uh, you know, he, he's, his words are well chosen. Uh, personally, I still think he's the guy behind the curtain, uh, uh, giving putting the input of, uh, on um, uh, Biden's uh, teleprompter. But anyway, of course that's just me. But anyway, uh, uh, Byron Dan- Daniels uh, was was on Meet the Press, one of uh, along with uh, Jake Sullivan and the uh, the governor of California. But Byron Dan- Daniels, the uh, Republican congressman from uh, Florida, he could very well wind up uh, uh, Trump's uh, running mate. And uh, so the guy's so so sharp, you know. And uh, he, you know the, the guy he he's got everything you'd want for a running mate. I can tell you that. But uh, anyway, um, uh, I wanted to he just could touch be the guy. It. I mean, I think he's on the short list, James. Oh yeah, I think so. I think so. He's the guy. But but anyway, uh, I, I wanted I wanted to good. touch on Ukraine. <laughs> he is really Ukraine, good. Ukraine is going to yeah. be uh, at, at the forefront, you know, with the, with the with the budget and the, you know everything else right now. Uh, uh, you know, uh, and and get, let me touch on this real quick. Um, Biden, Joe Biden was responsible uh, for um, putting in the quietus on the nations that were going to send either the and or the MiGs and or F-16s, not just the United States. Now, I think the United States uh, which was training uh, uh, Ukrainian pilots to fly the F-16s. I don't know where that stands, Jeff. And, but I don't think the F-16s, either from this country or other countries, ever made it to Ukraine. I don't think they did. And I don't think those MiGs made it over there either. Uh, but but Biden's responsible for that. Biden's you know, but said, oh, I suppose a, a, a rogue pilot goes over there and drops a bomb on uh, Putin. Well, so what? Putin can Putin can send missiles and rockets and everything else into the capital of the Ukraine, killing innocent uh, men, women, and children. You know. But but anyway, uh, Biden was the one that uh, that uh, that messed all that up. as everything else, you know. But uh, so I, I don't know. Well. You know, Biden should be uh, leading peace talks, trying to get this uh, thing resolved like uh, we're supposedly doing. And I mean, we're, we seem to be itching for Israel to lay down arms and to enter ceasefire talks with uh, Hamas. Uh, yet uh, we don't care about uh, ceasefire talks in uh, in Ukraine right now. I don't know. I, uh, again, uh, Ukraine announced that, what, 31,000 of their soldiers have died. Uh, this thing could have been nipped in the bud uh, right after uh, the whole thing started, but Boris Johnson blew it up. 
And yeah. uh, now we've had, who knows how many Ukrainians have died? Uh, Russia quite a few, died. quite a few, yeah, quite a few. They're, 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 they're the manpower situation is, you know, we've talked about that all the time. It's, it's past critical. Well, Jeff, I, I, I appreciate yeah. uh, getting all these things All right, things my friend, thank you, sir. Good points. Take, yeah, take James take with care. us. It's so bad in Ukraine. Uh, the uh, average age now of, uh, I think, an enlistee is in the 40s. Uh, they're also opening up their National Guard to people from other countries. So when, when, when is this going to end? I mean, we're going to turn this into another Afghanistan, uh, what, 20 years there, uh, where we uh, spend trillions of dollars there or Iraq or another one of these uh, countries or Vietnam, or another one of these countries. What, again, if that money was spent here, imagine how much better we'd be here. Uh, it's just mind-boggling to think uh, how much richer we'd be, safer we'd be if the money was focused on our country as opposed to being wasted, uh, like all the trillions wasted in Afghanistan. We started with the Taliban. We ended with the Taliban. In the meantime, a lot of uh, good American heroes uh, were killed. 504-556-9696. lot to get to. Hang on. We'll be right back. Constant battle with mosquitoes outside your house? Stop smacking yourself in the face. Call Mosquito Joe. Whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out, Mosquito Joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. No more itching and scratching, and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work. Visit MosquitoJoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. For over 30 years, the Monumental Task Committee has cleaned, restored, and repaired all monuments and statues in the New Orleans area. Dedicated to historic preservation, this volunteer-based nonprofit organization receives no government or taxpayer money. Please consider preserving Louisiana history by making a tax-deductible donation through the website at monumentaltask.org. That's monumentaltask.org. Are you tired of cookie cutter advertising? Do you want professionals that understand your needs and budgets? If so, let me recommend the Madley Group. It's a marketing agency based in St. Tammany, offering creative services such as branding and copywriting, video and photography, social media strategies, print and digital design, project management, and web design and strategies. They believe that relationships with their clients are just as important as their craftsmanship. And it's no surprise that they have an array of satisfied clients who appreciate the homegrown values of the Madley Group. Their approach is simple. Lots of listening until they fully grasp your vision. Then they put their mind power on it to deliver effective created solutions within your budget and time frame. For more information, check out themadleygroup.com or email them at info at madleygroup.com. The Madley Group, dedicated to delivering stellar work that generates results. 
Hey folks, it's Jeff Cruer. Let me tell you about a company I trust, Eagle Security Systems. They've been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. They provide residential and commercial security and fire systems. They install surveillance camera systems and provide 24-hour alarm monitoring by their central station. Eagle Security Systems can offer cellular interactive service, which allows you, the customer, to control your system from a smart device anywhere. They can take over any existing alarm system and provide cable TV and internet wiring for your home or business. So you're tired of just being a number? Do you want to experience personal service? Then you need to call Eagle Security Systems 504-340-1414 or check out their website eaglesecuritynola.com. I trust Eagle Security and you should too and let them protect your home and business with the eyes of an eagle. Hey, here's a question for you. If a man chooses to be identified as a woman, does he still have to pay attention to every word that she says? Well, hey, we don't care. Uh, but both of you are welcome to air your thoughts right here on Ringside Politics. You can blow your horn or shoot that bird, but face it, will that really make any difference? No. What really bugs you? We want to hear from you. And Ringside Politics. Call us at 556-9696. Hey, welcome back. And uh, a lot of news this morning we're following, uh, including the uh, death of uh, 22-year-old Lakin Riley, a, a nursing student at the University of Georgia. Her killer, identified as a 26-year-old illegal from Venezuela, Jose Antonio Abara. Uh, legally crossed into El Paso in September of 2022 under Biden, was released uh, from U.S. Customs and Border Protection custody uh, during Biden's role, later showed up in New York, committed a crime there, released once more. New York is, of course, a uh, sanctuary state. And then uh, wound up in one of the uh, four sanctuary cities uh, in uh, Georgia, uh, incredibly, in Georgia. Uh, Athens, Clark County uh, is one, along with Atlanta, Clarkston, and Decatur. Uh, sanctuary cities. He was a dishwasher uh, on uh, campus at the University of Georgia. Didn't know Riley, calling her slang a crime of opportunity, authorities said. He was arrested, charged with malice murder, felony murder, aggravated battery, aggravated assault, false imprisonment, kidnapping, hindering a 911 call, concealing the death of another. The judge, um, fortunately, denied his bond. And uh, as Speaker Mike Johnson said, every American, every parent, every American is sad and outraged to hear about the loss of University of Georgia student. Lake and Riley, our pairs are with the family and friends as they mourn this tragedy. The brutal murderer who took the life of Lakin was one of the millions of illegal aliens that the Biden administration simply released and unleashed upon our country. And he's right. For Lakin and the countless uh, others lost to the border catastrophe, House Republicans will continue to fight tooth and nail for a return to law and order. Mr. President, use your existing statutory authority and close the border. Here's the deal. They want to package border security into a Ukraine bill. 
So already, this administration has spent more than three times more on Ukraine than they have on the border. And that's what they're doing with this latest bill. They want to spend $60 billion on Ukraine and just a few billion on the border. You know, for $60 billion, we could have a border throughout our entire <laughs> stretch of 2,000 miles, a border wall. Marjorie Taylor Greene called for the death penalty for this killer rather than deportation. Ibarra is an illegal alien, murdered a young woman the age of my own children. Deportation is not enough. He deserves the death penalty. And uh, I think uh, exactly right. So that's what we're facing. Greg Abbott says uh, Biden has blood on his hands for the horrific murder of this uh, student. And Biden must be held accountable for the slaughter of his fellow Americans. Agreed. Hey, what do you say? 504-556-9696. And as uh, Robbie Starbucks said, how many more young American girls need to be raped and killed by illegal immigrants before we stop allowing the insanity to continue? Molly Tibbetts, Lakin Riley, Kate Steinle, Lizbeth Medina would be alive if uh, government did their job. Wow. All right, let's get back to the phone lines. Uh, open line here on the program. Any topic you want to address, fair game. And uh, let's go to our good friend in Lake Charles, Miss Kathy, checking in with us here this morning. How are you, my dear? Good morning and welcome. I'm very good. I hope everybody's having a great morning. Um, good morning. It really breaks my heart when I think about that young girl that was killed in Georgia. And this is all on Biden's administration or regime. And I've been hearing word on X, Twitter, that the family plans to sue the Biden regime for this wrongful death. It was due to his policies that this criminal from Venezuela came over yeah. the border. Right. So I'm all for it. I'm trying to get some more information. Can you check and see if you can find some information about the family? Yeah, sure, sure, Thanks. sure. Also, uh, just thing, a, just a unspeakable tragedy, unbelievable. It is. It breaks my heart. I mean, this yeah. girl was a upcoming nursing student. She uh -huh. could have done. You don't know what she could have done later in life. Maybe she helped uh, worked on a treatment for 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 cancer or something that works or whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, as a nurse, uh, she could have saved lives. Uh, she'd be providing yeah. treatment for patients. Uh, I mean, nurses are lifesavers. I mean, that's an incredibly important position. And, and she could have impacted who knows, who knows how many lives positively. But now all that's been removed uh, because she's been killed. And uh, the person yeah. should have never been here in the first place, should have been deported last yeah. year. And because uh, he committed a crime in New York, uh, he was allowed to stay, and, and he went mm -hmm. to another sanctuary city. All these sanctuary cities are just magnets for these uh, criminal illegals. Oh, yeah. They're, they're um, Venezuela. Also, I've been hearing that there's Venezuelan gangs roaming Detroit, going out into the suburbs and bringing into affluent homes. So nobody's safe. I'm telling you, folks, you need to wake up. I'm yeah. thank God for 
I'm waiting for that bill in the in the state in the, uh, the state legislature here in Louisiana for that uh, constitutional carry that we don't need a permit. Right. Get a right. firearm. I'm I'm thinking of rocking and loading. I know how to fire yeah. a weapon. I had training years ago. I'll go through it again. My yeah. my church has training every year. Uh, a firearms fellowship every year. So I go to you know that. we have uh, we have the Home Defense Foundation here that offers free training. And, mm, but we uh, don't you know Lake Yeah. But I so, familiar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just waiting for the okay. Then I'm going to go and get my good save up training. Some money and, and lock low because we're yeah. Lake Charles is only 20, 30 miles from the Texas line, and I, we're right on the I-10, which is a major corridor between um, Texas and Florida. You're so, you're in danger there. You're definitely in danger there uh, with uh, the massive invasion that we've had. Yeah. So, uh, and also, we uh, not only New Orleans is a sanctuary city, but Lafayette is also a sanctuary city. And I'm only seventy miles. It, to people in G- who don't know, Lake Charles, Lafayette, Baton Rouge, and New New Orleans are all on the I-10. Uh huh. Right. Here in the southern part of the state. Well, it's uh, it's a corridor for drugs, for criminals, uh, and uh, illegals because you you know uh, they come out of uh, Texas and you know hit I ten and they're they spread out all over. So we got them here in Louisiana, and as they say, every state is a border state now. We got fifty border states, fifty of them. Oh yeah. mm -hmm. Uh, Another thing I sent you, and they really eye popping. Do you? I mean, one of the emails, there's uh, a video of Steve Miller, who's the head of America First Legal. He's providing free services for anybody who's been discri- discriminated against. Yeah, we have on- that linked. We have that linked on our site, and that is a uh, great service that they are providing. And good for him. Uh, American First Legal, uh, Stephen Miller, right. Yeah, for. For those that have been victims of DEI, he's offering legal assistance, <laughs> and that's great. Free, yeah, free. So, that's great. Anybody who's uh, white and male and got discriminated against, well, there's a, a law firm that will help you. So sue, baby, sue, sue, baby. If they want lawfare, they're going to get lawfare right back in yeah. their face. Yeah, that's the thing. And Republicans need to fight fire with fire. With fire. Amen. Yeah. I totally agree. We have to fight. As Bannon would say, uh, we have to do smash mouth with them. Or we in New York, we say harmful. Yeah. um, uh, You know, this isn't tiddlywinks, okay? I mean, this is really for uh, our country's survival. I mean, this is uh, beyond serious. So Republicans are going to get a new leader come March 8th. That's a good thing. Um, you know, Donald Trump is winning the nomination. That's a good thing. The case in now Georgia is get- uh, imploding. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, they've got uh, New York and, and uh, D.C. and Florida still. But um, anyway, we got a lot of threats on a lot of fronts, but we got to be uh, armed with the truth. And uh, Ms. Kathy, thank you for your contributions. Appreciate you. 
And, thank you. Um, Same here. Good, good to hear from you. 504-556-9696. So poor Nikki Haley. Her money is going to be drying up. The Koch brothers are pulling the plug. After five straight losses, uh, they're pulling the plug. After losing in her own state by 20 points, they're pulling the plug. After being behind in the delegate race, 107 to 17, they're pulling the plug. (laughs) So, we shall see uh, the future of Nikki Haley, future of the GOP race. A lot more to get to. Hang on. We'll be right back. To 11 a.m. for Ringside Politics, right here on WGSO, 990 a.m., New Orleans. USA News, I'm Ryan Daniels. Technically, you can call it a heat wave. The Midwest and East Coast regions can expect to see temps remaining well above normal for this time of year. Forecasters saying Monday through Wednesday will be the warmest stretch in many parts. In some places, those temps will average about 40 degrees above normal. There could also be some dangerous severe thunderstorms as a low-pressure system sweeps west to east across the country. Early Monday, out ahead of the storm front, plain states from Nebraska of West Texas are dealing with high winds and wildfire watches. Compromise legislation on foreign aid is still coming together with the U.S. House in Washington. Two of the biggest proponents, one lawmaker from each party, continue working to bring it before the full House for a vote. We are forcing this bill to the floor to make sure that everybody acts because, as uh, President Zelensky said, they have weeks and not months. Republican Congressman Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania on with CBS's Face the Nation Sunday, pitching the bill to voters. So was Democratic Congressman Jared Golden of Maine. The votes are there to support Ukraine and our other allies, Israel, Taiwan. And I think that the votes are there on border security as well. The House Compromise Aid Bill was a cheaper version of the $95 billion measure passed by the Democratic-controlled U.S. Senate earlier this month. Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson has not made any announcement of his support behind it. A widely anticipated Republican primary election victory is made official over the weekend for Donald Trump in South Carolina. The former president wrote a wave of support for the win on Saturday. I have never seen the Republican Party so unified as it is right now. However, Nikki Haley says she will remain in the race. I'm not giving up this fight when a majority of Americans disapprove of both Donald Trump and Joe Biden. This is USA gradual increase in the winds and the higher humidity is already started coming in today probably top 80 with that southerly flow sunny sky though pretty decent day yet tonight partly cloudy lows to upper 50s to low 60s tuesday afternoon a windy day sunny skies the upper 70s to the 80 once again about 80 ish wednesday another front coming in by afternoon the wind shift gonna turn us cooler wednesday night and thursday with some clouds lingering through the day thursday Ralph Sanji, WGSO. The annual Spring Music Festival is coming for a great hopping weekend with swamp pop, country rock music, food and crafts, music by Aaron Foray, Sons of the Beach, the Rough and Ready Band, Shorts in December, and more. Friday, Saturday, March 15th and 16th. Tickets for adult campers, guests, and the public, $20. At Hidden Oaks Family Campground, Highway 190 East Hammond. For more details, HiddenOaksFamilyCampground.com. 
Southern Legal Clinics is a family-owned business. Three brothers, Stephen, Tim, and Pat Rooney, and two nieces, Kristen and Courtney Rooney. They have been in business for over 40 years. They treat their clients as family. The law firm has six offices in Southeast Louisiana, and they've handled thousands of criminal and civil cases in 17 different parishes over the last 40 years in the federal, state, and parish courts. They offer extensive criminal and civil litigation experience, handling estate planning, succession, wills, bankruptcy, domestic law, and personal injury. Their fees are very reasonable and they offer free consultations. Their attorneys have given back to the community and have volunteered countless hours of time, coaching, serving on boards, and being active members of civic organizations. For more information, visit southernlegalclinics.com or call 504-455-4185. Hey, it's Jeff Cruer. Is it time to renew your license? The DMV is slow, but Quick Notary is fast. Quick Notary can renew your license fast. So don't waste your time. Save yourself the hassle. Come to Quick Notary for all your DMV services today. They're in Metairie at 1035 Veterans Boulevard, corner West William David. There are other services include vehicle registration renewal, vehicle title transfer, notarizing affidavits or bill of sales, power of attorney, donations, and even wills. You can even get your new license plate issued right on the spot. And don't wait for the rush. At Quick Notary, you can get your nationally mandated real ID. They're open until 5.30 p.m. during the week and 4 p.m. on Saturday. For more information, dial 504-598-5666. That's 504-598-5666. Or visit them on Facebook. That's Quick Notary. That's Q-U-I-K Notary. For all your notary services, there's no one quicker or better than Quick Notary. I guarantee it. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. To save his life, call his wife in Nothing to say, but what a day How's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you I've got nothing to say, but it's okay Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ringside Politics with a Punch And your host, Jeff Cuer. Well past 25 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt and still packing a punch. He's the host of Ringside Politics with a Punch, writes for townhall.com, and has a new book, America's Last Chance. Jeff also has his own YouTube channel. But even with all that going on, he hasn't forgotten his listeners. The ones who opine every day right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Guerre right now at 556-9696. Go to a show, you hope she goes. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. And good morning. Uh, hour number two kicking off. Uh, Jeff Cruer here. It is Ringside Politics on the Airwaves on 990 AM, WGSO.com. Also on the Mixer app that you can download from 
the uh, Google Play Store, the Apple App Store, and uh, take it with you wherever you go, ad-free and uh, free download. And then, of course, our friends on Facebook uh, joining us on Central City News and Ringside Politics. We say hello to all of you. 504-556-9696 to check in. Open line here on the program and uh, one more issue and then we'll go right to the uh, phone lines as we uh, get started. So CNN was uh, very disappointed, outraged uh, that Donald Trump won uh, South Carolina by the margin. He did uh, not happy, very unhappy, the uh, CNN uh, anchors. And I guess they uh, must at some point come to a realization that Donald Trump is uh, extremely popular among Republicans. And even with the influx of Democrats and independents that came in to try to disrupt, Nikki Haley couldn't get more than 40% of the vote. Now, she had said she was going to have to do better than she did in New Hampshire, where she got 43%. Well, 40 is not better than, well, actually 39. It's not better than 43%. So she did worse, and yet she's claiming she's still in it for the long haul because the majority of people don't want Donald Trump. Well, that's not the case in the five uh, contests we've had so far, Nikki. 504-556-9696. So what do you say? Come join us. Let's get right back to the phone calls. And our good friend from the Hoosier State, the great state of Indiana, Mark, joining us here this morning. How are you, sir? Good morning and welcome. Morning, Jeff. Hey, I'm so grateful for you uh, allowing everybody to speak on your program and tell the truth and uh, uh, speculate. Uh, I'd just like to thank you again. I know I thanked you here a while back, but I'd like to thank you again. I watched your show uh, Saturday on uh, that Ben Burkhorn boy. He, he, he's got to be the best investigative reporter this country has ever had. He deserves more recognition and credit, but I do think he hogged up a little bit of your show Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He hogged it up, but you know, um, <laughs> hey, I'm grateful they uh, allowed me to did what do what I did because you know they they had the CPAC coverage and yeah, and that has yeah. been their focus. So they they squeezed me in there. So it was good of them to do that uh, for for at least a portion of the show when I was able to bring yeah. on the guests that I had scheduled and yeah, your guests were was, great. Uh, I love yeah. your show on Saturday. I always watch it. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, uh, right now, we ain't seen nothing yet with this Venezuelan kid killing this uh, college girl. Uh, we have a million strong, probably, at least in the upper hundreds of thousands strong, uh, trifecta of saboteurs, murderers, and thieves in this country right now. Uh, be it the Chinese, the Arabs, and the drug cartel gang members. Uh, we ain't seen nothing yet. Wait till they organize. Wait till the Chinese organize over here and, and get get a good foothold. Uh, but I got a theory on Nikki Haley. Uh, and you know I'm only wrong like 80% of the time. But... <laughs> but uh, but my All right, theory, so I'm, I'm interested to hear it. Go ahead. My theory on Nikki Haley is she is plan C, okay? Plan A is to get Trump indicted or imprisoned or 
something like that. And plan B is to replace Joe with somebody like uh, Michelle Obama. And plan C is Nikki Haley, okay? She's driving this Fox narrative that 70% of the country don't want Joe Biden or Donald Trump. Well, if they're so dead set against Joe Biden and Donald Trump, why aren't more of them voting for her in this right. uh, primaries, okay? She's still saying it. She's getting 40% because half of them is Democrats, right? Uh, that's going to go on through Super Tuesday, and she's going to run up the middle, and and probably uh, get in on this uh, no labels ticket. Yeah. So they can keep pushing this narrative and getting the people to believe that 70% of the country don't want Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? That's bullcrap. You know, I find it, uh, find it funny. Oh, well, I'm still running because the majority of people don't want Trump or Biden. But yet the majority of people keep voting for Trump in these primaries, despite the fact <laughs> right, that but, she brings but, in independents and Democrats. She still can't right. uh, come close to Trump. Look at Carl Rove over there on Fox uh, Saturday night. I mean, he was in tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, I swear, nothing, nothing, you know, makes me happier than to see that son of a SOB in tears. Okay? Yeah. He was he was saying that Trump can't unite this 70% or 40% of Republicans that, that don't want him, that, that Trump won't try to unite them. Well, uh, Nikki Haley, if they want to unite the Republican Party, she hasn't won an election. Why don't she stand aside and, and unite? And endorse Trump. You know I mean, uh, DeSantis did. He stood aside and endorsed yeah. Trump. I mean, yeah, if she cares about uniting, she should do that. But she's not. You're right. Uh, it looks like she's going to try to run no labels. And right. uh, that'll be another way to try yeah. to. I mean, they, you're right. They have plans A through Z, I think. Uh, yeah, I guarantee uh, you. I guarantee mean, you. I, but, they got all they're kinds of plans. They're going to use these polls mm-hmm. to cheat Trump if he's the nominee. They're going to use these polls to cheat Trump, uh, saying the independents uh, put Nikki Haley in. You know what I mean? Because the Democrats, there will truly be a uniparty if it's Nikki and Manchin, right? I mean, it'll be uh, in your face uniparty. You know what I'm saying? It won't be the behind your back uniparty we got now. Uh, It might be better that way. If they do this no label saying who's going to be the Democrat to run with Nikki Haley, because they, the the whole thing is it's got to be bipartisan. So you got to have one Democrat, one Joe Manchin. Well, I think he's already said he's not going to do it. So well, you know what you, you know you might hear him say a lot of things, and it could be it could be somebody else. It, it, yeah, it's going to right. be a Democrat one way or the other. Right. Uh, um, all right. Uh, well, we got your prediction down, my friend, and uh, as always, right. we appreciate you. Mark from the great state of Indiana. Thank you, sir. All right, let's travel over to the Keystone State, the great state of Pennsylvania. Paul checking in with us here this morning. How are you, Mr. Paul? Good morning. How are you, sir? Um, I'm alive, yes. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, America. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's right. I'm just, I'm losing my joy. (laughs) 
but um, well, Trump won another victory. That's uh, joyous. Uh, Ronna Romney McDaniel is getting kicked out. That's a good thing. Yeah, All those are good things. Thing. I'm, I'm wondering about that. She went for that ten million dollar uh, loan. Did she get it? And who's liable for it? Mm-hmm. We didn't go for it. He went for it. He pays for it. Okay, right. that's bullcrap. <laughs> here's, right. here's something that I want to know about. They yes. said Georgia's students accused killer entered the U.S. illegally was paroled under Biden's policies. Right. Is that when he was in New York or has this happened down here in Georgia now too? No, he is not. He's still behind bars, uh, so uh, he has not been paroled again. Thank God. No, he is a he's a killer. He will he will not be paroled again. If he had been paroled, three seven seventy seven. You ever hear of that, Jeff? Tell me. Three seven seventy seven. The sign of the vigilante. Mm. You find that on your door or a blank sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. That's what's it meant. This has got to stop. I love my country, and I'm tired of these communists that are trying to run it. You want to have communism in this country, folks? Get the heck fire out. I want liberty. You want to be joined together? I mean, you don't have these problems, but not like Biden does. You know, (laughs) a big joke on uh, one network. uh, uh, Oh, from about, oh, there's uh, uh, oh, to a happy marriage, there's a sex. And, uh, oh, right, this, right. Okay, but then this guy on this one network says, we can't even find the stairs. How's that working out for him? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, I come on. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly that right. Got to change. Yeah, he, he is—he's uh, a disaster. I mean, he's uh, frail mentally, physically, um, and you know we can't handle it. We can't handle four more years of this. It cannot yeah, happen. No. It cannot happen. And this so. Shapiro up here, folks. I wish Pennsylvania picked this here up. This station. We got to get rid of him. He's saying how we're so divided because of Trump. No, because you steal our votes, you lying sack of crap. Uh-huh. <laughs> we want you out. We can't stand you and your yeah. lies. Can't stand you in the way you're ruining our state. This yeah. is a beautiful state, but we got a lot of corruption in it now. Yeah. I mean, it's sadly you do, but but you're not alone. There's so many great states with with horrible leadership. I mean, look at New York; it's a beautiful state too. Oh my God, yeah, New York, especially upstate New York. Right? Hey, you ever hear McCormick now? I was listening the other day, and this here, there's this here uh, statement that he has a home in Connecticut. Didn't know that. That's where he lives. He was working for a uh, Chinese-based company and made his millions. Didn't know that. Um, This has got to be investigated a little bit deeper. Right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and that's why I I think uh, he wasn't embraced the last time because he had baggage. 
So, right. now, yeah, that was a it's all got to be investigated. Mm-hmm. There was that little young blonde chick that was on there. I didn't get her name, but mm-hmm. she was saying, and uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Bannon was asking her about him. She goes, what? Are you kidding me? I mean, she was uh, flabbergasted. She said, no, I don't have to, you know, she said, he's not worth voting for. Yeah. So I got to get down to the office and find out well, about that. Let me know. Let me know what you find out. We we got a roll, but they, uh, Paul, keep us posted on him. Keep us posted. They, they said about how they listened to a uh, thing from him and they liked him. Well, a lot of people could say a lot of stuff. All right. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. All right, my friend. Merry Christmas. Take care. Paul from the great state of Pennsylvania. Yeah, they, they don't have a lot of good, strong MAGA candidates there, unfortunately. Got got rhinos, Dr. Oz, now this guy Dave McCormick. We'll see. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the uh, far left has a grip on so many of these states. Uh, it is uh, almost impossible to get good candidates, clean elections, and these people thrown out. 504-556-9696. Want to hear from you. Jeff Career with you. It is Ringside Politics on the Airways with you weekdays 7 to 11. Let's take care of some business. Quick time out. We'll be right back. Our Lady's Peace Plan is the only solution to the world's problems. Nothing else will work. Amend our lives, offer penance for the conversion of sinners, first Saturday devotion, and say the rosary daily in the manner requested by Our Lady of Fatima. This will end the chastisement of this coronavirus, prevent greater chastisements, and result in the conversion of Russia to the Catholic faith and a period of world peace. Learn everything about Fatima at Fatima.org. Do you want to overcome obstacles, thrive, and live a life aligned with your deepest values? Then let me recommend Stewart Life Coaching, led by its dedicated owner, Edwa Stewart. She's committed to empowering individuals to achieve their full potential, lead fulfilling lives. At Stewart Life Coaching, the emphasis is on fostering a positive mindset, resilience, and effective goal setting. Edwa understands today's fast-paced world and challenges, but through one-on-one sessions, her clients are guided to discover their strengths, overcome obstacles, and create meaningful, sustainable change. At Stewart Life Coaching, clients are encouraged to explore their values, aspirations, and personal narratives to unlock their true potential. Stewart Life Coaching provides a personalized navigation system for life, offering support, insights, and strategies to help you navigate your unique path and achieve a fulfilling and purpose-driven life. For more information, contact Edwa at 504-578-0006 or visit edwastewart.com. Are you tired of cookie-cutter advertising? Do you want professionals that understand your needs and budgets? If so, let me recommend The Madly Group. It's a marketing agency based in St. Tammany, offering creative services such as branding and copywriting, video and photography, social media strategies, print and digital design, project management, and web design and strategies. They believe that relationships with their clients are just as important as their craftsmanship, and it's no surprise that they have an 
array of satisfied clients who appreciate the homegrown values of the Madley Group. Their approach is simple, lots of listening until they fully grasp your vision. Then they put their mind power on it to deliver effective created solutions within your budget and time frame. For more information, check out themadleygroup.com or email them at info at madleygroup.com. The Madley Group, dedicated to delivering stellar work that generates results. If you're looking for a great restaurant in Metairie, there's nothing better than Quarter View Restaurant, 613 Clearview Parkway, the home of politics with a punch. They have delicious New Orleans seafood and appetizers, signature sandwiches, and delicious po'boys. The pasta dishes are out of this world, and the desserts are amazing. For more info, check out facebook.com slash quarterview or call 504-887-3456. So we'll see you at the Quarter View. Delicious dining, great atmosphere, and family-owned and operated. There has been an investigation based on suspicions that there could have been involvement in tampering in the key parts of that suspected report. If any of that makes any sense to you, man, you're in the right wing of that bird. The mainstream media is at it again, and they've got the facts that might not be right and the opinions that you don't need. Well, what we do need right here now at Ringside Politics is you. Well, pine with us, all you got to do is call Jeff Cruer now at 556-9696. Hey, we're back. We're cruising through an open line, getting all kinds of views, and uh, we thank all of you for being with us. Uh, one uh, just sort of um, addition to this uh, story concerning uh, Lakin Riley, a uh, 22-year-old young lady found killed uh, the other day is that the Associated Press uh, and other liberal media outlets avoided stating the obvious, that her killer was an illegal immigrant, if you can believe that. So uh, the AP News uh, posted an article on Twitter yesterday morning claiming Riley's death now highlights the fear of solo female athletes. The article noted uh, that Riley's alleged murderer was an Athens resident, giving no other information on the illegal uh, immigrant, even though university officials confirmed that he was not a resident of the U.S. And uh, conservative activists blasted uh, the AP for their inaccurate reporting. Uh, Christina Pusha, aide to Ron DeSantis, said the corporate media will blame a woman for exercising alone before blaming an illegal alien for killing her. 504-556-9696. They're bending over backwards to avoid calling out the obvious, which is the fact that, again, we have an illegal immigrant doing uh, killing. Texas Congressman Chip Roy slammed the outlet for their newfound uh, care of female athletes. Arrested illegal alien from Venezuela, illegally released by Biden, is a, quote, Athens resident, said Roy. But sure, now the AP cares about this antiquated idea of female. You know, they don't care about, quote, unquote, female athletes when they're being busted in the nose by uh, transgender, quote, unquote, women in volleyball or uh, basketball. I don't know if you saw recently there was a uh, basketball game, a quote-unquote women's game with a massive, huge uh, transgender, 
quote unquote woman male masquerading as a center. And uh, this uh, center was like ripping the ball from the women, you know, elbowing them. These uh, young girls were getting injured. And one of the teams forfeited and said, no, we're not playing against uh, this kind of competition. It's unfair. Putting our girls at risk. AP doesn't care about that, but now they care about a uh, female athlete jogging in Athens. They're concerned about the safety of female athletes. Well, you know what? Everyone would be a lot safer if we would lock up the uh, illegals that are here. Uh, better yet, let's deport them. 504-556-9696. Richie writes in, uh, deport, deport, deport. And uh, links to a story uh, from uh, years ago about uh, Lafayette Park, uh, a killer there. And in the uh, media report, uh, not a word about the killer being an illegal. They said the killer had a wife and child moved to New Orleans from Kansas for post-Katrina work. Uh, supposedly he was, quote-unquote, drunk when he killed uh, the, uh, the victim. But, again, the media doesn't mention the fact that these killers are illegal aliens. Back to the phone lines, 504-556-9696. Galloping in from the great state of Alabama. Our friend Cowboy joining the conversation here this morning. How are you, Cowboy? Good morning and welcome. Well, I told you, and I told you that what needed to be done, and you know what I told you, and you know what needs to be started, is one state to do what you need to be done. And that's it. And once once that happens, and you know what we're talking about, other states will follow. And that's just the way it is. But uh, let me take you back a long time back. Us boys back in the day, when you had a pickup, even though you're 16, 18-year-old, you, a, a, you could put a rifle or a shotgun or both in the back of your pickup and your rack. Well, guess what? You could carry them to school. And it, it, it didn't make no difference whether or not uh, you parked on uh, school parking, uh, school uh, parking lots, or across the road, which was school parking lots. And uh, as long as you kept it locked up, you know, you don't make your truck, no problem. Well, guess what we didn't have, because we knew how to handle those weapons, mm-hmm. was no school shootings. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Every, everybody knew that 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 that's what was going on, and you could get to a weapon, and, you, and we know how to handle those weapons within about five minutes. And so, the only mass shooting that I ever remember was in Texas, uh, te- uh, Texas University in '68. When that Marine got up on the, in that bell tower and uh, was barricaded in, we didn't have those problems because they had common sense. And and when he got into a fight, if let somebody had to go to the hospital, the only thing that uh, um, 
happened was you get paddled and sent home. They didn't call out the Marines or call out the National Guard or anything else. Mm-hmm. You handled it. It was time. Yeah. They handled it right there. They, they, mm-hmm. the, the teachers would. Yeah. And so, so common sense of what's going on in schools has gone away. And we didn't have the Department of Education. The state. Yeah, you were lucky. You were lucky. Yeah, because the Department of Education has been nothing but a disaster for students and schools and teachers and administrators and parents. I mean, we knew it when it started. I remember uh, Ronald Reagan saying, hey, we got to get rid of this Department of Education. And uh, I wish he would have. I wish he would have. I wish somebody would have. Because, you know, well, no. the, every year that you don't get rid of it, it gets bigger and bigger and harder to get rid of and more of a bureaucracy. Right. And now it's a behemoth, uh, just and like all I, these I, other departments are. And I'm going to tell you something else, too. Back in my day, unless somebody had to go to the hospital, yeah. when, you, when you were out in public or else uptown Saturday, Saturday night, uh, if you got into a fight, the... Uh, uh, Cops will separate you, and sometimes they'd get fined, you know, maybe fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and you had to go, you had to go to, had to go to court. Well, I got fined, I got fined a few times. Yeah, but anyway, but anyway, uh, I got fined one time, and I went before this judge, and I I paid a hundred dollars, and he, he he asked me, he said, you know, your fines are fifty. And I said, well, if I catch that son of a bitch again, I'm going to whoop his ass again. That's the reason why I paid, that's the reason why I paid double for <laughs> You a rabble-rouser, a cowboy. All right, we're up against it. we got to roll to the news. All right. Good to hear from you, sir. Have Bye. a good rest of your day. Uh, cowboy. You too. Uh, with us from the great state of Alabama. We want to hear from you. 504-556-9696. More of your phone calls. Great guests. Uh, we'll have uh, opening up our email bag. Got some interesting clips. We're all ready for you. Hey, uh, if you miss any part of today's program, check out our podcast page at WGSO.com under Ringside Politics Podcast. You can check out our clips, guest information, uh, topics. Pat, will have it all posted there for you at WGSO.com under Ringside Politics Podcast. Let's get a news update. We'll be right back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. Most of Governor Jeff Landry's proposals are halfway through the process as we enter week two of the crime special session. The Louisiana Senate has approved legislation that would allow non-felon adults to conceal carry without a permit. Opponents say the proposed law will make Louisiana a more dangerous state. Landry says 20 other states have this law, including Louisiana's neighboring states. Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Missouri, Kentucky, Tennessee, all states that seem to have better crime statistics in it. UL Lafayette economist Dr. Gary Wagner's latest economic report found the state added 40,000 jobs over the last 12 months, the biggest increase in almost 40 years. Wagner says not only is the state seeing a growth in jobs, but wages are increasing too. And if you look on average across the state, wage growth was up almost 5% year over year, which is now outpacing inflation. LRN. Hi, this is Olivia... (coughs) 
I'm out sick today. Uh, could you please <coughs> leave a message after the beep? <coughs> Don't let the flu ruin your work week. Get your annual flu shot at no cost by visiting ldh.la.gov slash fight the flu. Brought to you by the Louisiana Office of Public Health. This is Nancy Landry, your Secretary of State. The Louisiana presidential primary is March 23rd. As a reminder, only registered Democrats and Republicans may vote in their respective party's primary. All qualified voters, regardless of party, may vote in local elections within their jurisdiction. Register to vote or update your registration in person or by mail by February 21st or online by March 2nd. Visit GEAUXVote.com for more information. Are you in a constant battle with mosquitoes outside your house? Stop smacking yourself in the face. Call Mosquito Joe. Whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out, Mosquito Joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. No more itching and scratching and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work. Visit MosquitoJoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. It's Jeff Cruer. After 21 years on the air and 21,000 interesting guests, I'm still fired up every day to host the Ringside Politics Program. I take on all sides, take on the mainstream news media, the deep state, those who want to destroy our country. If you support this fight, I'd love for you to come on board as a sponsor of our show. You can reach our great audience and help sustain a program that will never be part of the liberal media. To participate, contact me at jeff at wgso.com. Thanks for your support. Nothing lasts forever, except maybe a seat in Congress or judgeship or taxes or felony convictions. And therein lies the problem. The only convictions we care about here at Ringside are yours. Your host, Jeff Cruer, has over 25 years of listening and speaking up for our side and has the record to prove it. Prove you care right now and call Jeff at 556-9696. All right, we are cruising through an open line, and uh, we'll get back to your phone calls. We want to hear from you. Uh, Right now, we have a guest segment, and uh, one of the big problems that we have in our urban areas are homelessness, and uh, we've seen it here in New Orleans. We see it uh, really out in California, San Francisco, L.A. We see it in many cities, and our guest uh, has some ideas about having how to deal with that And uh, we want to bring him on to give uh, us his uh, research. He's got a new booklet out, Giving Housing Supply a Boost. He works with the nonpartisan California-based Pacific Research Institute. His name is Stephen Greenhut. And Stephen, how are you, sir? Good morning. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. So a little bit of information. In 2022, half of U.S. renters spent more than 30% of their income on rent and utilities. And of these pe- people, nearly half paid more than 50% of their income. It's hard to live when you're paying uh, that much of your income on, on rent and utilities. Uh, so it's one of the reasons why we have such a homelessness problem, right? Well, it's part of it. I mean, h- homelessness is, you know, it's a complex issue in that the vast majority of people who are homeless self-identify as having uh a mental illness or an addiction problem, but in, in areas where the home prices are, are so high, people at the margins just can't get any sort of housing at all. So it definitely is related to that. And, um, you know, in California, we've been messing up our uh, housing markets for, uh, for decades now. 
uh, with a variety of slow growth rules and, and restrictions. So the median price of a home in California statewide is over $800,000, and that's just what? shocking. What? Yeah, and, $800,000? Yeah, oh, my gosh. And, and that's statewide. Wow. I mean, you've got to consider a lot. You know, this is a huge state. And people usually think of, uh, you know, the big, fancy urban areas, mm-hmm. the coastal areas where, where most of the prices are over a million dollars. Uh, but, you know, that's, we're a big state. There are a lot of, uh, you know, s- smaller farm cities in the Central Valley, cities that, you know, like Bakersfield yeah. and Fresno that are not really, uh, you know, primo places. And still the, the home prices are, are astonishing. And we also have seen... A dramatic increase in the number of uh, homelessness, and you see it everywhere. I'm near Sacramento, and you you know you go into town, and it's just homeless encampments and all over the place in the public parks, and in San Francisco, it's, it's been pretty well publicized. In LA, the the massive homelessness problems just everywhere. So the two yeah the two issues are are, are linked, uh, yeah. and and yeah part of it on the homeless issue is. Uh, the state's been taking, you know, big surprise. California's taking their bad policy approach, but we're pushing this housing first. Uh, that's our official policy where you build a permanent house for people who are homeless. And of course, with our bureaucracy, uh, it takes forever to build anything. And they're building units in LA that cost more than a million dollars a unit for, for how for affordable housing. So- how bad? Yeah. Let's talk some numbers, uh, Stephen. How how much are we looking at as far as uh, the homeless uh, there? What what kind of numbers are we looking at? Yeah, I know. I think we're like, I think we have more than a, a quarter of the total homeless population in the country here in California, and I that that's pushing. It's something like one hundred eighty thousand homeless people, and the number has gone up uh, dramatically in the last few years, um, and uh, even as we're spending. You know, billions. Uh, yeah, just the the amount of money uh, being spent on the on the problem is astonishing, and um, a lot of the numbers that the the state spending, uh, gosh, it's tens of billions of dollars on it, and um, that doesn't even include all the costs to local yeah. governments. You know, all the policing yeah. and public works. Uh, so well, it's, it's, and, yeah. and, and look at the results. We're visiting with Stephen Greenhut, co-author of a new booklet, uh, Giving Housing Supply a Boost from the nonpartisan California-based Pacific Research Institute. One of the results is you had businesses fleeing uh, cities like San Francisco because of crime and because of what's going on. Uh, you can't even get to work. You've got to walk over people that are in the sidewalk uh, on drugs. I mean, they're giving out, what, free needles uh, there for folks and yeah, just yeah, have, uh, yeah, the retail people that are theft. addicted on the streets, and then you have people trying to go to work, and uh, they don't want to deal with the these problems, so they're they're getting out of places like San Francisco, Steve. Yeah, yeah, San Francisco's lost like seven percent of its population in the last couple of years. I mean, that's a, a that's a large number, right? And uh, it's it's uh, a problem that's impacting. Businesses, when you go into the retail stores, virtually everything is behind uh, locked doors now in, in some of the stores, uh, you know, uh, drug stores, and uh, it's it's causing uh, grocers uh, all sorts of problems. So um, in, in some parts of San Francisco, you know, there's, there's open-air drug markets that are surrounding the different homeless encampments, and then the city never can seem to be able to do anything about it. And now when we had... Uh, 
uh, the Chinese uh, president come in. They were able to clean up the streets for a week uh, before that. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, well, and now it's, I mean, all, it's all back to where it was. <laughs> uh, it's not just San Francisco, of course, L.A. And so yeah. bad that uh, Rocky, Rocky is now uh, leaving uh, California, going to uh, Florida. And uh, in greeting him uh, in Florida, the, the first lady there, Mrs. Uh, Casey DeSantis, said, you know, enjoy Florida. Welcome. Uh, you can go to your local drugstore and not have to get your toothpaste from behind, uh, you know, lock and key. Uh, you don't have to talk to an armed guard to get your um, uh, toiletries. And, I mean, yeah. that is a sad situation there. Yeah, and, and, and just to be, you know, realistic, it's not everywhere right but it's um uh it's it's creeping you know it's it's we're seeing this more and more in in suburban areas too and um and then our our governments are incapable of of doing anything so san francisco is always a great example of what not to do i mean it remains a beautiful city it's just that it's so woefully mismanaged i mean they they've been spending They've, they're building a toilet in a just one single toilet in a park uh, in a nice neighborhood in in, uh, in San Francisco. It's costing one point seven million dollars, and it's taken two <laughs> years. It's been in the planning since two thousand and sixteen, oh and uh, a couple of local investors one one donated the toilet building and the toilet, and some another investor, a local investor, just spoke with private companies, has agreed to pay the salaries of the workers to do it and they still don't have that toilet so uh, that's just a good example of how the city you know can't deal with the bigger bureaucracy paperwork uh you know unbelievable red tape so public hearings uh, for everything you know it's just yeah well and and i hear what california is pushing now reparations right i mean that's a hot issue there in your state there's there's been a big push. I saw some presentation where uh, uh, the you know the cost based on the proposals it would just you know consume the whole budget. They're pushing a single payer. They've been doing that for years. Single payer health care, which uh, would uh, consume more than the entire budget of the state. Uh, you know, and and it would ruin our entire health system. I mean. It's it's one party rule, and uh, it's you know some of the some of the crazier yeah. progressives. Uh, now a lot of times, you know, in, in the legislatures, people propose bills that aren't going to go anywhere. But uh, anymore, you don't know well, things might actually pass. That's how how crazy it's it's gotten. But the housing, you know, and the housing issue, I've been following yeah. that for years, and we've just it's it's slow growth rules. And uh, we have the California Coastal Commission, which is a, a kind of a slow growth uh, commission that that controls the coast well, a few miles. Slow inland. growth, but, slow growth has turned into negative growth. You're now losing people, <laughs> so oh, you yeah. want to slow it well, down. Well, right, right. I mean, negative. Yeah, we're, we we were about almost at 40 million people, and now it's uh, we're we're actually u- losing people, which is. Mindset-wise, is strange here in California because uh, the population has increased so dramatically over the years. Right. I mean, it's like, yeah, and so we're we're just accustomed to endless growth, and now we're, a, 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 mm-hmm. and yeah, like you point out, we're losing people at a at a so rapid rate. We got a few minutes left. What's this California Environmental Quality Act? Uh, so, <laughs> tell us some of these restrictive policies that are, that have really harmed yeah. uh, your supply of housing there. Yeah, so CEQA, uh, 
you know, it was uh, actually signed by Governor Reagan. <laughs> Unfortunately, not his best move. Uh, but uh, anyway, it, uh, it 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 was meant to uh, to try to uh, you know mitigate environmental harm. So it sounded fine in it. But what it's turned into is an open invitation to a lawsuit against any project. So when whenever if you propose a housing development, anybody is a stakeholder and can uh, can file a lawsuit. Uh, against the project, so unions will file lawsuits to shake down the developers for, uh, you know, project labor agreements and other sorts of things. A neighborhood people, somebody in the neighborhood might not just just might not want the project. So it stops projects, it slows projects, and it adds legal and other costs to projects. So that's been a big one. Um, a lot, a lot of local communities have passed um, uh, different growth controls. Um, uh, and uh, urban growth boundaries, uh, you know, like what they did in Portland, Oregon, has been uh, copied in a, in a lot of cities, and that you just can't build anything. So in uh, Marin County, which is right next to San Francisco when you go across the Golden Gate Bridge, so you're next mm-hmm. to this massive city. It has The whole county has a population of 250,000 people because 84% of the county is off limits to growth. So we've, we've done that. Um, and I mentioned the Coastal Commission, which which stops projects along our very large coast, and it has authority goes pretty far, far inland. And then builder fees. So um, builder fees are supposed to be t- tied to the impacts of the specific projects, but the courts have allowed right. cities and yeah to just hammer developers with enormous mm. fees to the point that in forty percent of the high price of a brand new house could be attributed to some of these fees. So. All of that adds up. We've been underbuilding houses, uh, 110,000 uh, units a year. We fall short, and uh, you do that for enough, many years, and then you end up with a massive housing uh, crunch, and well, people can't afford homelessness. To live. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, the problem seems to be getting worse. Except when you have Chinese dictators come by, and then it gets uh, cleaned up quickly uh, in a week. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all of a sudden. Uh, Stephen, it's fascinating topic. Uh, we're going to link to giving housing supply a boost, encourage people to check it out and, uh, appreciate your work and your time this morning. Hopefully we can visit again and, yep. uh, take care. That's Stephen Greenhut oh. with us right here on the ringside politics program. Thank you, sir. We got to roll brief time out. Let's take care of some business. We'll be right back. If you need storage, there's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices in memory guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. Very soon, you will be able to carry a defensive firearm in your pocket or purse without a permit in Louisiana. What should that firearm be? Can you protect yourself with a small 22 or 32 with almost no recoil? What about a 380? How is it different from a 38? The Home Defense Foundation will be holding free classes on these and many other 
carry related topics in the coming year. To learn about all the classes, get on our mailing list at hdfnola.org. Learn how you can use a small self-defense pistol. Go to hdfnola.org and come to one of our free classes. Everything is free. Ammo, targets, range instruction. HDFNOLA.org. Well, we know about our economic problems, supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, sky-high gas prices. And during COVID, the big box stores were allowed to stay open the whole time. So many little guys, the small business owners, were forced to close. The wealthiest people on the planet became better off, while mom and pop suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? We vote with our dollars. That's how we make a difference. No more shopping at big box stores. If you can get the items from a family-owned company, we help people walk away from the big box conglomerates. We can shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. Family-owned companies put their customers first, not Wall Street investors. Let's together cut off their cash flow. We can choose to help regular people by shopping with family-owned businesses and buying products made in America. Call 718-869-9020 or visit Switch the number two usa.com switch to usa.com for over 30 years the monumental task committee has cleaned restored and repaired all monuments and statues in the new orleans area dedicated to historic preservation this volunteer-based nonprofit organization receives no government or taxpayer money please consider preserving louisiana history by making a tax-deductible donation through the website at monumentaltask.org. That's monumentaltask.org. You know, they say a mind is a terrible thing to waste unless no one notices. Call Ringside Politics with a Punch, 556-9696. All right. I want to thank uh, Stephen Greenhut. Uh, don't forget the website of the program, my last name, crewair.net. And uh, you can go there, sign up for our newsletter for free. Uh, take our uh, web poll. The question up there now is, Who's going to win the 2024 election? Will it be uh, Trump, another Republican nominee? Will it be Biden, another Democratic nominee? Will it be a third-party candidate? Will it be Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? Who do you think is going to prevail here uh, with this craziness that we're now facing? Check out crewair.net and cast your vote. We also have my new video posted up there about the disaster known as Bidenomics. Love for you to check it out, share it. Book information about America's Last Chance, Keep the Republic Plan, and of course, our petition about Rhino Senator Bill Cassidy. Note from President Trump you'll enjoy. Check out crewair.net. We'll let you know when we have our new Politics with a Punch uh, scheduled. Uh, so, hope to see you there for uh, that one. And of course, on social media, all over Gab, Getter, Twitter, uh, True Social at Chef Cruer, and Facebook at Ringside Politics. And of course, we love hearing from you. We'll open up our email bag later, Jeff at WGSO.com. Let's go to our phone calls right now at 504-556-9696. And welcome our good friend from the Gopher State, Sandy, joining us here this morning from the great state of Minnesota. How are you? Welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, everybody in Minnesota, don't forget, March 5th is voting. And if we don't get out and vote for that primaries, we're going to have some problems, you know. They're trying to take him, still try to take him off the ballot in this state. So March 5th, it's important. 
We need to send Why? clear message that we're not going to take super, anymore. So you're, you're part of Super Tuesday, March 5th, right? Yes, Super Tuesday from Minnesota, March 5th. Wow, wow. Yes, Boy. yes. We pray, and and that's, you know, that's what you mm-hmm. got to do. So, What did you make of the result on Saturday, uh, Sandy? Oh, she got a stomping, and, and you know, it, it's just what disgusts me is they didn't— um, those Democrats that didn't, you know, sign up to vote, and they were voting for Nikki Haley to screw up the election, and it still didn't work because they turned out in masses. And then they, then on top of it, they started with this not enough ballots monkey business, and there was a report that said that, uh, oh, our internet connection isn't working. Well, I thought those weren't supposed to be connected to an internet bingo yes that's what we keep hearing these machines are not connected to the internet i thought that was one of their favorite uh slogans hmm but you know something i think truly in my heart if we return to god that this will this will stop and i had spent i I watched the primaries i uh, in south carolina I was never so happy. She took a whooping. And first of all, I was watching um, where people say, oh, what are you watching CNN for? What are you watching MSM? You know something? They tell on themselves, watch it. Watch it during these things. They tell on themselves. They can't help it. I watch them too because... I want to know what the other side is doing, what they're saying, their arguments. Uh, and uh, I watch, I don't watch MSNBC, but I do watch CNN regularly. Uh, I don't even know where NBC is on our cable system, but CNN's right there. So I, I put them on and they're so far out. Oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, I think it's just good to know what they're saying. Good to have uh, that information. Well, they tell you, they tell you just exactly what their plans were. You know, just mm-hmm. like one of, one of them reporters, I think it was Joe or something like that, or one of them, had said, well, God forbid that Trump gets suddenly ill and hospitalized. You know, I was like, what? You know? And they were saying, and they were laughing about it. Well, I noticed that their panel included uh, hardcore liberal Democrats and then these rhinos, uh, rhinos, like that woman from The View. uh, I don't even know her name. And uh, this guy who is like a former Bill Kristol supporter. Uh, So a bunch of rhinos, hardcore leftists. I mean, you know, Van Jones, David Axelrod. I mean, uh, that's... That's their so-called, um, you know, fair and balanced reporting. But they just seem to me we to be very to depressed that Trump won so convincingly. They just seem to be very unhappy. Nikki Haley, all she is doing is trying to take away anything from Trump, and she's a neocon, and that's what she is. She's a Democrat yeah. running under the guise of being a Republican. All right, now um, here's a $64 trillion question. Is she going to run as a third-party candidate? Because she sort of uh, poured uh, cold water on the idea a little bit on Sunday. But do you think she's going to do it? 
I think they got to keep her in any way that they can, that they possibly can. That's mm-hmm. their pick. I mm-hmm. I just. What do you make of the fact that of her supporters, 59% say they will not vote for Donald Trump? And I say that a lot of her supporters are Democrats and independents that weren't going to vote for him anyway. So (laughs) that's why so many of her supporters say they won't support Trump. Well, it's all a setup. I I agree with that. One billion percent. Mm -hmm. I I agree with that. She's she's setting there to mess up his, along with all the other cheating. They cannot win a free and fair election. They cannot. And uh, behind all of this is, is the globalists who cannot see him in, in office. They cannot right. see him in office. And, yeah. and it's dangerous. It's a dangerous thing that he's in. He's sacrificed it all, all of his property, all of his stuff, all of his court cases. He's putting it all on the line. You're right. His entire fortune and his personal safety, too. I mean, he's putting it all on the line. All for love. If we all acted like Trump as far as not giving in and saying, no, I am not going to do this. I am going to fight back. He's fighting back. If we all took that attitude and grabbed hold of our Christian values, which Biden is trying to and, and got God right. on our side and returned back to God, we would yeah. be completely unstoppable. Right. On that note, we got to roll, but uh, good points. Good points. Miss Sandy with us from uh, Minnesota, March 5th for them. Michigan will be before Minnesota, and then a lot of other states going to be with Minnesota on Super Tuesday. 504-556-9696 will be a few weeks later on March 23rd right here. We'll be right back. 990, we are WGSO New Orleans. USA News, I'm Tim Berg. U.S.-led forces are launching another round of airstrikes against Houthi rebels in Yemen. The U.S. Central Command saying eight countries were involved in the weekend strikes on more than a dozen targets, including underground weapons storage facilities. Reaction is continuing to come in as former President Donald Trump was victorious in the South Carolina primary on Saturday, defeating former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley in her home state. The result in South Carolina inches a former president closer to a rematch with President Biden in the general election. Illinois Democratic Senator Tammy Duckworth joins ABC's This Week and says the choice is clear on who to vote for, while adding that the former president has been straightforward about what his intentions are in this campaign. He's not running for president for the American people. He's not running for president to take care of working families. He's running for president for himself. That's all he cares about every single day. President Biden, in contrast, gets up every day and works hard to protect the American people. President Biden recently hosted some of the country's governors at the White House for their annual winter meeting. The president calling for less bitterness in politics and more bipartisanship. They also discussed the nation's pressing issues, including the southern border. Oklahoma Republican Governor Kevin Stitt joined Fox News and says the president has the tools that he needs to secure the southern border. There's certainly a bipartisan effort right now. All the governors I talk to all know it's a problem and we need solutions and we know what those solutions are. It's really to remain in Mexico and secure the southern border. The Midwest and East Coast are bracing for record temperatures this week. 
Forecasters saying temperatures could reach 40 degrees above normal in many areas through Wednesday. Thunderstorms are also expected in parts of the Midwest and South as a powerful low-pressure system sweeps across the country. This is you. Gradual increase in the winds and the higher humidity is already started coming in today. Probably top 80 with that southerly flow. Sunny sky though, pretty decent day yet. Tonight, partly cloudy lows to upper 50s to low 60s. Tuesday afternoon, a windy day, sunny skies, the upper 70s to the 80 once again. About 80-ish Wednesday, another front coming in by afternoon, the wind shift. Going to turn us cooler Wednesday night and Thursday with some clouds lingering through the day Thursday. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. The annual Spring Music Festival is coming for a great hopping weekend with swamp pop, country rock music, food and crafts, music by Aaron Foray, Sons of the Beach, the Rough and Ready Band, Shorts in December, and more. Friday, Saturday, March 15th and 16th. Tickets for adult campers, guests, and the public, $20. At Hidden Oaks Family Campground, Highway 190 East Hammond. For more details, hiddenoaksfamilycampground.com. I'm Jeff Gruer. This is Clay Cangelosi. We're excited to announce the creation of Premier Media Group. We will be your one-stop shop to handle all of your digital media needs. Our services will include podcasts, web design, promotions and event planning, video production, and equipment rental. For more information or to set up a free consultation, call 504-407-1534 or visit us at pmgroup.live. Big Easy Limos. Book our amazing holiday limousine deals and save when visiting New Orleans. Enjoy our exciting mode of comfortable transportation. All of the amenities your heart desires. Big Easy Limos. 504-466-4477. March 23rd, voters in Metairie, Harahan, River Ridge, and most of Kenner will elect a new judge for the 24th Judicial District Court Division D. Jerry Smith is proud to be a candidate in this important election. Jerry has extensive experience litigating both civil and criminal matters. He spent 13 years representing the state of Louisiana as an assistant district attorney, prosecuting some of the region's most violent criminals. Jerry Smith is a lifelong Republican, a Jefferson Parish homeowner for over 20 years, a loving husband and father who has dedicated his time and talents to the community. He is founder of a Hogs for the Cause fundraising team that has raised over $100,000 to assist families battling pediatric brain cancer. Jerry Smith's legal career and professional reputation in the community emulate the values he prioritizes in raising two young boys. Integrity, the value of hard work, and respect for others. For more information, visit jerrysmithforjudge.com. Paid for by the committee to elect Jerry Smith. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio LLC. Okay. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. 
morning, and welcome to another edition of Ringside Politics with a Punch, and your host, Jeff Couillard. Well past 25 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt, and still packing a punch. He's the host of Ringside Politics with a Punch, writes for townhall.com, and has a new book, America's Last Chance. Jeff also has his own YouTube channel, but even with all that going on, he hasn't forgotten his listeners. The ones who opine every day right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Guerre right now at 556-9696. Go to a show, you hope she goes. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning. All right, kicking off uh, hour number three, and we got a lot to do the second half. Uh, a big hello to all of our friends uh, joining us on the dial at 990 a.m. online at WGSO.com. On the Mixer app that you can download from the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store, and listen ad-free and a free app. And, of course, on Facebook Live, streaming at Central City News and Ringside Politics. Hello to uh, all of you. We are taking your uh, calls, 504-556-9696, welcoming your emails at jeff at wgso.com. That's jeff at wgso.com. And also want to let you know, if you miss any part of today's program, check out our podcast page, wgso.com, under Ringside Politics. All right, we're going to get to some of these clips in a minute and continue to get your phone calls. Let's get started this hour with our friend Brian in Metairie. Good morning, sir. Welcome. How are you? Mr. Carrera, good morning to you and your family. And once again, thank you for a wonderful show. Uh, I have a question first for you. I was looking forward to this Sunday's rebroadcast of your show, but it wasn't on. Uh, it wasn't? Um, okay. No, I, I did hear uh, the beginning of it. Uh, I wasn't able to listen the whole time. I, I certainly heard it uh, start, uh, but um, must have somehow uh, not. The gentleman what time were you listening? On, Do you remember? I think it's between 12 and 2, his show was on. Yeah. Um, during my time? During Sunday 1 to 5? Yes, sir. No, okay, no, no. Well, it, the gentleman that comes on, uh, what's his name? Uh, former Marine. Uh, Christian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Christian Garrett. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he was on. Okay. Well, I heard it start uh, and uh, heard the beginning part of it. Uh, was not able to listen to the whole four hours. So we'll look into that, see what happened. But it's supposed to air on Sundays 1 to 5, and uh, we'll find out how much of it didn't. Uh, and appreciate that so oh, what you got right. my friend i look, I look forward mm-hmm. to your show there's some disturbing yeah. news mm-hmm. uh, two stories first what the illegals are doing now is they've been given the information on which states in the united states have the most lax law on squatters that sometimes it takes over a year before they can be forced out if not longer before they can be forced out of home uh, vacant homes that they they squat in and this mm-hmm. is what the illegals are doing now across the United States. They, they're breaking into homes. They're setting up their house. And then the owners have to go through a whole legal process to try to get them out. In mm-hmm. some cases, it's been well over a year, and they still can't get them out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. It's a very, very so, big problem. But something yeah. that's even more disturbing... For the mm-hmm. second time, now, I believe the first 
was in Tennessee where uh, somebody uh, wasn't a service member, it was a regular civilian, started screaming, uh, free Palestine, free Palestine. And he poured gasoline over himself and lit himself on fire. The, yeah. the recent, most recent story in Washington, D.C., in front of the Israeli embassy, a active service, United States Air Force, Right. Uh, uh, sat down, and he did the same thing. He screamed, "Free, free Palestinians, free Palestine!" He uh, bought, poured gas all over himself and lit, lit himself, himself on, on fire, fire in front of the embassy. Amazing! Yeah, and he died. And, he wound uh, up dying. So he's, he's dead. I don't know if he died yet, but he would last. Yeah, he, last he did. He did. He, was in, he did. He did die. He he did die. Yeah. So this uh, is extremely disturbing when it gets to this point. Yeah, when you're talking about service members and uh, people that are, you know, trusted members of our military, uh, obviously that is a big concern. So, yeah, if, I appreciate you sharing that, my friend, and also the uh, information. Mm -hmm. what, yeah. what is what is what is the current situation of our military? If Bad. this is the mindset. Bad. And I, I, I would yeah. imagine that. This not lighting themselves on fire, but the sentiment, the sentiment of, of them free Palestine on right. the, the side of the Palestinians, that puts our safety yeah. here, just here in the United States, in jeopardy. I agree with you, and and I would hope that wouldn't be a uh, sentiment that is shared by many in the military. But who knows? Uh, that who is knows? Uh, obviously a concern. And I've got no faith in our uh, Biden administration officials uh, to get to the bottom of it. Uh, Brian, thank, thank you, you, my Mr. friend. Blair. Appreciate you, Brian in Metairie. All right, five zero four five five six nine six nine six. Hey, uh, we'll get back to your phone calls. Going to share a few of these clips we've got for you. I uh, want to give uh, a shout-out to uh, South Dakota Governor Christy Nome for uh, calling out uh, Biden and Harris at uh, pick out clip number one. Leadership matters. I'm just going to say it. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, they suck. And, you know, to be honest with you, we shouldn't look to Congress for the answers either. The gridlock on Capitol Hill is not going to break in time to save America. We need a president who will. And I have always believed and supported the fact that our next president needs to be President Trump. That's uh, Governor Kristi Noem, and she's certainly right about uh, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. Uh, they do suck. Here's uh, Kamala Harris lying big time. Let's check out clip number two. As demonstrated by our administration's record over the past three years, there are few leaders as committed to bipartisan collaboration than Joe Biden. As demonstrated <laughs> by our administration. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's a partisan hack. Uh, the only reason he's gotten, quote, anything bipartisan done is rhinos like uh, Bill Cassidy have supported things like the Infrastructure Act. 
and uh, some of his other legislation. So uh, if not for rhinos like Bill Cassidy, there'd be nothing uh, as far as bipartisanship with uh, Republicans. Yeah, he doesn't reach across the aisle at all. Hadn't even met with the new speaker. He doesn't care to meet with the new speaker. He doesn't meet with members of Congress. Trump used to meet with these uh, radicals all the time. Biden, of course, is a big liar. Here he's lying about the deficit. Let's check out clip number three. We cut the deficit by doing all this by $1 trillion so far. The biggest reduction in history in deficit reduction. I've signed legislation to cut the federal deficit by another $1 trillion over the next decade. He's such a liar. (laughs) So go look at the U.S. debt clock. When he took office, uh, the debt clock was, uh, I think, about uh, $27.78 trillion. So President Trump had added about $7.9 trillion to the uh, national debt. Not good, but hey, we had COVID and a lot of uh, unnecessary spending in that last uh, year. All right, fast forward three years and one month later, this guy's already added $6.5 trillion, $6.5 trillion by Joe Biden. So you keep going at this pace, he will surpass uh, whatever Donald Trump added to the debt uh, easily. And we're talking about uh, $8 trillion, maybe even uh, $9 trillion that he'll add to the debt. And, you know, that is not cutting anything. (laughs) He's not cutting anything. He's just lying. Here, uh, creepy, sleepy Uncle Joe Beijing Balloon Biden uh, talks about his meeting with the wife of Alexei Navalny, the uh, Russian dissident who was found mysteriously dead, either killed, poisoned, who knows. Uh, Here he's all excited about meeting with the widow, But the problem is he calls her the wrong name. Let's check out clip number four. This morning I had the honor of meeting with Alexei Navalny's wife and daughter. One thing I made that was made clear to me is that uh, Yolanda is going to, she's going to continue to the fight he had on the way. This morning I had the honor. (laughs) Her name's not Yolanda. It's not Yolanda. Julia, he called her Yolanda. I mean, the guy is so embarrassing. I don't know if you saw, but Italian TV did a brutal uh, TV show mocking Joe Biden. I mean, it was brutal. And it's what Saturday Night Live would do if they were not such partisan hacks uh, who just want to make jokes about Donald Trump. I mean, they've got so much material with Biden, but uh, they're, they're too much left-wing hacks to do it. I mean, can you imagine Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi? They'd be having a field day with this guy. Not the current crew. 504-556-9696. We got to roll. Quick time out. Let's take care of some business. We'll be right back. not be silent in the face of the ongoing apostasy in the world. We must keep the truth alive and let those in authority know that the faithful are looking to them to do what is right. 
to listen to Our Lady of Fatima and to do what she asks. Please add your name to the millions who are crying out to our leaders to do the only thing that will bring us peace and save countless souls. Obey Our Lady now. Visit Fatima.org. Are you tired of cookie cutter advertising? Do you want professionals that understand your needs and budgets? If so, let me recommend the Madly Group. It's a marketing agency based in St. Tammany, offering creative services such as branding and copywriting, video and photography, social media strategies, print and digital design, project management, and web design and strategies. They believe that relationships with their clients are just as important as their craftsmanship. And it's no surprise that they have an array of satisfied clients who appreciate the homegrown values of the Madly Group. Their approach is simple, lots of listening until they fully grasp your vision. Then they put their mind power on it to deliver effective creative solutions within your budget and time frame. For more information, check out themadlygroup.com or email them at info at madlygroup.com. The Madly Group, dedicated to delivering stellar work that generates results. Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. The Louisiana Voter Information Project is an educational organization that informs people about the important issues that affect Louisiana. We strive to give voters a bigger voice. Since our founding two years ago, we've held educational forums, informed voters about important legislative issues, and highlighted the critical need for honest elections and honest voter rolls. Our next project will focus on the upcoming election for the Jefferson Parish Republican Executive Committee. We will educate voters about the voting history of some candidates and of the committee itself. Is the committee important? You bet. You'd be surprised about how much this committee influences your local government. So stay tuned, learn about the committee, and get ready to vote for committee members in March. It'll be here before you know it. For more information or to get involved, check out lavip.org or email us at info at lavip.org. We are the Louisiana Voter Information Project. If it's in the news, we're on it. Ringside politics with a punch. Come out swinging now at 556-9696. Call Jeff Cruer now. Hey, hey, we're back. And uh, busy show, cruising through. And uh, we've got some uh, great guests joining us. But right now, we're going to go back to some phone calls at 504-556-9696. And uh, let's see, uh, we've got our friend Matthew in Homa, who's with us. Good morning, sir. Welcome. How are you? Good morning, and good morning to your guests. I mean, to uh, your audience. Uh, so, well, I guess to your guests, too. So, uh, Christy Nome moves up in the deep rankings, as far as I'm concerned, because I found out something I didn't know about South Dakota. Their native-born population is increasing. Somehow, whatever secret sauce Christy Nome has spread over that state has caused something 
to happen that we desperately need as a nation. Reproduction. Uh, <laughs> that's a good thing. Um, She's doing a good job. I mean, I think uh, the economy's doing well. I mean, I-, I love her ads. Have you seen the ads where she encourages people to come to South Dakota and they need they need policemen and electricians and plumbers and she she you know pl- pretends to be a plumber and uh, a nurse. Well, I can't and, say uh, I've seen her ad. Where does she air? Where does that ad air? I've just seen it on TV. Uh, it's just oh, ads where she's saying, "Hey, come to come to." I'm sure you can find it online. Come to South Dakota. Anyway, she's uh, she does a good job. She plays these different uh, characters. And, uh, yeah, she's doing a good job there. So uh, she's number one, tied with Vivek uh, at the CPAC straw poll. Well, that's a good thing. So mm-hmm. I think she would be a plus because whatever she's doing in, North, in South Dakota needs to happen across the country. Um, mm-hmm. So the other issue is uh, Navalny. Uh, mm-hmm. He died suddenly after exercise in prison. Now, if this had happened in the West, somebody dies suddenly from a stroke after exercising, what would we assume that the cause was? Natural causes? No. Are you the talking about the shot. clot shot? Okay, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. the poison poke. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fauci-Ouchie. Yeah, uh, but because it's in Russia, we automatically assume that Putin must have poisoned him. Yeah. Well, maybe. Well, to be honest with I mean, you, I'm I mean, did it make it doesn't really even make sense for Putin to do that? Really? I mean, uh, no, it doesn't. He had him it doesn't in make prison. sense for him to blow up his phone pipeline either. Which right. Well, he, he didn't. didn't. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. Right. Um. So. I don't really think that Putin had much to do with the death of Navalny, and I'm not saying this is a Putin apologist, because the man is, you know, he's not the nicest guy on earth. He's a dictator, yeah. So is uh, Zelensky. And and Biden is a wannabe dictator. Biden's on the road to dictatorship here in this country. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, well... I don't think Biden is calling the shots, but whoever is controlling him pretty much mm-hmm. is a dictator. I understand they went right. after another uh, couple that was guilty of the sin of praying for life outside of an abortion clinic. Uh, yeah. FBI, what course, they're doing to um, pro-life activists is just outrageous. Well, Matthew, thanks for sharing this morning, my friend. Good to hear from you as always. And uh, keep in touch. If the news media Mm -hmm. repeats it, it's probably propaganda. And if the news media doesn't talk about it, it's probably a big story. All right, my friend. Thank you. Probably the truth. (laughs) Which is exactly what happened in Georgia to a poor woman uh, killed by an illegal alien, and the mainstream news media won't talk about it. 504-556-9696. Our friend, the fired-up Cajun pro-life whistleblowing buccaneer, Phil from Jefferson. Good morning, sir. Welcome. I'm doing great. Good and godly morning, pro-life whistleblowing pouch, patriots, pet owners, police, military, mama bears, and papa bears. The war on America continues. Very recently, another young girl was raped and murdered in America in the great state of Georgia. This is World War III. Thousands, it's tens of thousands 
of illegal alien terrorist murderers and rapists invaders cross our borders every day. We must stop this terrorist invasion now. We must send the military to the border. That's right. We must send the military to the border. Protect our nation now because you and I are next. Wake up, America, before you get raped. Amen. Amen, amen. All right, the whistleblower. Let's keep it rolling. We go up to Franklinton. Say hello to Jim checking in with us this morning. How are you, Mr. Jim? Good morning. I'm a blessed man, Jeff. God bless you and everybody who listens. Listen, uh, give you. me a minute. I've got two things to say. I want to say one thing. I'm going to ask you a question, and then I have a plea for the people who call in. Yes. Um, when a man goes to war, who does he take with him? Does he take his mom, his dad, his sister, his daughter, his no. son, his no. wife with him? Okay. No. 95% of the men that's coming across our border are young males. They're coming mm. for war, and they're going to war against our children, our ladies, our mom and dads, and us, our men, the men. They're coming here for war. Prepare yourselves, people. Watch your back. Keep your head spinning around, completely around. Watch yourself at all times. Don't give the enemy a chance to get the best. Yes. Okay. Yes. By saying that, I have a plea. And I'm asking, I'm an old preacher, and I'm an old cowpoke. I live way out in the middle of woods in between horse farms and cow farms. I don't have horses no more. I'm too old to fool with them. But there are some people that use foul language. I call it foul language. I'm an old preacher. Mm-hmm. that use language that's not suitable. There's ladies out there, fellas. There's Christians out there. They don't need to hear that. And the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And if you curse, that means your heart is cursed. And I'm just asking you, fellas. I'm not being mean or nothing. Let's see the cow folks out here. They don't only not only curse in front of the women. We don't curse amongst each other. Because we don't need that speech to come out of our mouth, okay? Our speech is seasoned, okay? And I'm just asking you, fellas, please. Good, when you good advice. Up, good advice. Make this, a, make this a, a gentle call. And this lady's listening. Mm-hmm. Please don't respect the ladies. Please. I ask. That's all I ask, Jeff. Very well done. Very well done. Thank you. Uh, that is uh, Jim with us in Franklinton. And, uh, yeah, we can say what we need to say without using any kind of uh, foul language. Be respectful of uh, children listening, uh, our ladies listening, and uh, older folks listening. I know people. some people are salty language. I understand. There might be some situations that call for it, but uh, here we're regulated. You know how regulated we are. So we got to keep it clean. It's family, family broadcasting, but we can still say what we need to say. Uh, just be creative. Just don't do it with uh, foul language. And 99.9% of our uh, great callers do that. Occasionally we have a few that venture into dump button uh, territory. 504-556-9696. We got to roll. Take care of some business. Let's get a news update. We'll be right back.
Louisiana Radio Network. I'm Jeff Palermo. The House Criminal Justice Committee meets today at 10 a.m. And on the agenda is a bill already approved by the Senate that would allow non-felon adults to concealed carry a gun without a permit. Governor Jeff Landry says if concealed carry passes in Louisiana, it does not mean gun owners can possess their gun everywhere. We have gun-free zones. Uh, you can't carry a gun in a bar. You can't have a gun on a parade route in Louisiana. Opponents are concerned permitless concealed carry will lead to more shootings. The House Criminal Justice Committee will also discuss a Senate-approved bill that would require drivers convicted of a DWI to get an ignition interlock device for at least six months in order to get their driver's license back. Pat Rouge Senator Rick Edmonds says multiple DWI offenders would be required to have the interlock device for four years. If they're getting multiple offenses, I mean, they need to, they need to be shut down. We need to keep people off the streets that are driving while intoxicated. Louisiana Radio Network. Hey, Louisiana, how are you stopping litter? In Terrebonne Parish, we put our trash in a bag and never out the car window. In Bienville, we bag it, tie it, and put a lid on it. We keep litter out of our lakes in Lafayette. And in Calcasieu Parish, we keep our roads clean by clearing out our truck beds and securing our loads. We need every person in every parish to stop littering and keep Louisiana beautiful. For more litter prevention tips, visit LetLouisianaShine.org. Sponsored by the Louisiana Lieutenant Governor's Office and Keep Louisiana Beautiful. This is Nancy Landry, your Secretary of State. The Louisiana presidential primary is March 23rd. As a reminder, only registered Democrats and Republicans may vote in their respective party's primary. All qualified voters, regardless of party, may vote in local elections within their jurisdiction. Register to vote or update your registration in person or by mail by February 21st or online by March 2nd. Visit GEAUXVote.com for more information. Very soon you will be able to carry a defensive firearm in your pocket or purse without a permit in Louisiana. What should that firearm be? Can you protect yourself with a small 22 or 32 with almost no recoil? What about a 380? How is it different from a 38? The Home Defense Foundation will be holding free classes on these and many other carry-related topics in the coming year. To learn about all the classes, get on our mailing list at hdfnola.org. Learn how you can use a small self-defense pistol. Go to hdfnola.org and come to one of our free classes. Everything is free. Ammo, targets, range instruction. hdfnola.org. Who that? Want to say what? Say it on Ringside Politics with a Punch. Call Jeff Cruer now at 556-9696. Call Jeff Cruer now. Welcome back. So we're going to get back to more of your phone calls and uh, emails and clips. But right now, it's my pleasure to introduce uh, one of our real leaders. Uh, he did a fabulous job as uh, governor of Wisconsin and uh, always admired his work. I uh, had a pleasure of meeting him at uh, the 2016 Republican uh, Convention. And I've had him on the program a few times, not in a long time. He's also president of Young America's Foundation. Uh, Scott Walker joining us here on the Ringside Politics Program. And, Governor, how are you, sir? Welcome. Good morning. Hey, great. Good to be with you. Good morning. Thanks for having me back on. 
Yeah. Uh, for, before we get into some other topics, can you tell our listeners a little bit about uh, Young America's Foundation, please? Yeah, YF.org. If you're a student listening or if you know a student, maybe it's a son or a daughter, grandson, granddaughter. If you're under attack, whether it's on a college campus, high school, or even middle school now, we work with students all across the country. Uh, we started the home of William F. Buckley way back in the 1960s. Ronald Reagan was one of our earliest leaders, and appropriately so. Uh, one of our many projects is we have Ronald Reagan's uh, ranch out in uh, Santa Barbara, California. But we have programs all across the country, and simply put, we're training the next generation of leaders in the fight for freedom. So happy to be there. Well, I, back in the day, I was uh, on the board of uh, Young Americans for Freedom. So is that now sort of part yeah. of your organization? Yeah, so why? Yeah, YF, the original YF started at Buckley's Home was called Young Americans for Freedom. Now right. that is what our campus chapters are called. So they're still called Young Americans for Freedom. And the blanket organization is uh, Young Americans Foundation. So we have the ranch. We have the largest campus lecture series in the country. So hundreds of conservative uh, speakers at, uh, helping students at about 2,000 campuses across the country. Not only at our chapters, but we actually provide more uh, paid lectures uh, for college Republicans than the National College Republicans do. It's one of our partners. We do big conferences uh, for college, high school, and now middle school kids. And we're on digital. So if you're if you like YouTube, for example, we have over a million and a half YouTube subscribers on YAF TV, where we show our, our lectures and our conferences and particularly exciting is the Q&A, you know, big, some of our biggest yeah. names on campus, at least are people like Ben Shapiro, and uh, we love bringing them on campus. Yeah, well, that's great. I'm glad uh, you've been able to take care of the ranch. Uh, of course, uh, Ronald Reagan, uh, such a great legacy he left for all of us, and uh, it's a wonderful attraction there. I've always enjoyed uh, my visit to the uh, library, and uh, one of these days I want to get to the ranch. So do you have a lot of visitors at the ranch, uh, Governor? We do, although the trick is, in fact, if you do it, it's only about an hour apart. The library where the President's buried is in Simi Valley, about an hour uh, further west and north of that area is where Santa Barbara is. We have a center where we have our conferences right down in Santa Barbara, and then the ranch, as you can imagine, is up in the mountains. So it's a little bit trickier to get to than the, the library, which is very much open to the public. But but we bring right. supporters in, we bring guests in, and most importantly, uh, we bring students in every month uh, they hear all sorts of great conservative speakers and engage in training and activism uh, preparation. And then at least one of the days they go up to the ranch and, and see why it was so important to our 40th president. Excellent. Uh, so speaking of president, uh, we have the results from South Carolina and President Trump's now 5-0, and uh, winning big there. Some speculation now Nikki Haley could run as a third party, no labels candidate. Uh, your thoughts, Governor? I think that'd be a huge mistake. I mean, I, I served with Nikki Haley. She and I were governors at the same time. I thought she was a solid ambassador to the United Nations, just as I thought Ron DeSantis was a great governor in Florida. But but we know the ultimate goal is to save our republic. And there's no way we, we go on the right path if Joe Biden is elected to a, a second term. I mean, he's just a disaster. The economy is a mess. Public safety is a mess. International affairs are a mess. And, of course, our border security is a mess. And so we have to have a viable uh, way to get him out of office. And any reasonable Republican, even considering running or supporting a third-party candidacy, would just take votes away and would ensure that Joe Biden was elected to a second term. So in the end, I, I just can't see that. 
if anything, I, I think, you know, just watching some of the folks that are supporting former Governor Haley, it's more about, you know, waiting to see if anything happens and potentially setting her up for 2028. But uh, I, I just think right now, any of us who are looking at this realistically know mm-hmm. that Donald Trump's going to be the nominee and that right. uh, the best case scenario for us is that it's him versus Biden. And it looks like that's what it's going to be. Uh, then uh, you've got Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and you've got Cornell West and uh, Jill Stein, some minor candidates. And then we see what this no labels uh, ticket does. Do you think they're going to field uh, a ticket, um, Governor? I think they'll try. But, you know, like Larry Hogan was one of the names kicked around. I just saw Larry the other day. He's running for, for uh, U.S. Senate, former governor of Maryland, now running for U.S. Senate. Actually has... Uh, might realistically have at least an outside chance, if nothing else, uh, forced them to spend some money uh, in that fairly Democrat state. But I, I think overall, right now, it's actually a good scenario for conservatives because if Kennedy's in, as much as you know, there are many of us that like some of the things that that uh, Robert F. Kennedy says. I know. In the end, we're not going to vote for him. I mean, he's he makes some good points, but there's other things he's very liberal on. What he'll do more than anything is give an excuse for people who don't want to vote. Excuse me, don't want to vote for Biden, um, but don't right. like Trump. And anybody who would have otherwise voted for Biden, voting for Kennedy is a win. Yeah, exactly. Right. And on some issues, he's right on target, at least I think. Uh, but oh, as you say, many. yeah, there, other, there's some other issues. off the mark on. Yeah, he's very much right. an independent in that regard. I mean, but right. in the end, it's like, you know, New Coke and, and the regular Coke. You know, Donald Trump, despite the fact that sometimes he says or tweets things that I might not say and others in the middle of the country might not say, he delivers. And so why would you get a new Coke if you've already got the real Mm -hmm. thing? And I thought he had a really good first term in spite of a lot of challenges and and so much abuse that he received and uh, targeting. And uh, my gosh, they came after him from day one. I was there when he was inaugurated. Next day, there was a women's march, and they were already calling for his impeachment. <laughs> yeah. It was there for, for one day. I was, too. I got, I got caught up in that coming out of our hotel, and I, I was there for the inauguration as well, and I just chuckled. But I can relate to that. You know, the day I was elected versus governor of Wisconsin, they literally uh, claimed on, on the domain list, uh, uh, it, com. So <laughs> uh, I feel his pain. I know exactly what it went through. You know, we had 100,000 protesters occupy our capital. We had multiple legal issues we had to deal with that were ridiculous. Uh, we just went through it on a smaller scale. And thankfully, we prevailed. And I, I believe he will as well, as long as he stays focused on the things that got him elected in the first place. And as looking out for everyday Americans who feel lost, who feel forgotten uh, when it comes mm-hmm. to the politicians in Washington. And that's why I think he connects so much uh, because he he represents a, a voice for people that don't feel like they have any representation. And you look at what's going on in D.C. and you certainly don't see them caring about us, the constituents. So uh, he's got a big decision, Governor, coming up because we know he's going to win the nomination. And I do think these court cases are sort of going to fall to the wayside, I certainly hope. So his VP choice is going to be so important. You write about uh, one individual that you believe should be his running mate. Please share that with our audience. Yeah, I, well, overall, I think it should be a governor. Most frequently, Christy Nome gets mentioned. I think she'd be a fine choice as well. But, but I think you look just strategically, I would argue, if not the best, one of the best governors in America right now is Kim Reynolds. She's kind of under the radar. She's not you know, a big promoter. She wasn't running for president herself. But when you look at uh, the last the several years and 
tax cuts, universal school choice, regulatory reform, uh, business growth. And even just in 2022, all the talk about a red wave, red wave really only happened in the 22 election in Florida and in Iowa. Uh, For the first time since the 1950s, the entire congressional delegation in in Iowa is is Republican. The legislature, Mm -hmm. both houses are Republican. Uh, Kim Reynolds has been a fabulous governor. Uh, she's, you know, kind of like the uh, the nice neighbor you have next door, so she doesn't always get all the attention. Although, remember in 2022, she gave the response uh, to Joe Biden's State of the Union address and did a fabulous job. And I just think for a neighbor of Wisconsin, a state that may be the tipping point in the presidential election. Plus, remember, the, the big thing, mm. and whether it's Kim Reynolds or, or, or Christy Noem or somebody else, one of the most important things that Donald Trump will have to make in this decision is showing the American people, showing those swing voters in battleground states that he's picked someone who is competent to be the president if, God forbid, something happened to the president. I think that's a sharp contrast to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, where neither of them seem competent to be the president. No, no. Uh, now let's talk about uh, the governor. So you, she's a solid conservative uh, governor. She's uh, someone who's uh, certainly not a rhino, right? No, I mean, you look not only on the fiscal issues, uh, like I said, statewide universal school choice. She was one of the mm-hmm. first people to open up uh, in 2020 after the COVID scare. She was one of the people who you know, got all sorts of abuse, uh, like DeSantis did in Florida. If, oh, you're going to kill people in the end, the results showed mm-hmm. that, that didn't happen. But you also look at other things. I mean, she signed legislation right off the bat to say, you know, if you're if you're a boy, uh, you can't compete in, in women's sports uh, in, in the state of Iowa. She's uh, signed uh, heartbeat bills, one of the most uh, strong strongest pro-life uh, pieces of legislation in the country. She has consistently been uh, a fiscal, mm-hmm. a social, and economic conservative, and I think that matches well because, like you said, during Donald Trump's first term. He nailed it. Um, you know, I, I yeah. like to say in the middle of the country, in the heartland of America, we value people who are doers over talkers. You know, occasionally right. he might not say the things that we would say or vice versa, right. but but he gets it done, and that's what we value. Mm-hmm. And I think pairing him with uh, particularly a governor who's a proven conservative who can match and help articulate that strong right. record for the next four years would be awesome. But here's the the issue, or maybe it's not an issue, but uh, she was a strong supporter of Ron DeSantis, so I know there were some hard feelings there. You think that could be overcome? I do. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, it helped that DeSantis, once he got out, firmly got behind uh, President Trump, which helped him, of course, in New Hampshire and, and on. I, I think before, and part of it was she was just a colleague of, of DeSantis, one of the many superstar Republican governors out there. And in the prior election in 2016 and 2020, she campaigned with President Trump, did well with him. And I think probably most importantly, I think it is a important message to send to Republican voters across the spectrum that if you considered someone else in the primary, you're still welcome in the camp. You're still someone mm-hmm. we need uh, in order because, again, in a state like mine where 23,000 votes was the difference out of almost 6 million people that live in Wisconsin. Uh, 23,000 votes was the difference, and about the same four years before. And so we can't afford to have anybody on the sidelines, whether they were mm-hmm. from DeSantis or Nikki Haley or anybody else. If we're going to save this republic uh, that we love so dearly, uh, we've got to have a new president, and that cannot be Joe Biden. 
Can't be. Uh, what about DeSantis himself? Uh, is that a possibility, you think, as a running mate? I think it certainly would be viable, although, again, you know, it's one of the you know, creatures of success. He's done so well in Florida, he's made that a solidly Republican state. And so, you know, not that you pick this solely based on geography or politics anymore. I think substance matters. But I think the value gets out of someone in the middle of the country is you get someone who appeals to Wisconsin, to Michigan, to Ohio, to other competitive mm-hmm. states at the Swing same time states. of showing competence. Right. Um, and you don't have to. I mean, he could pick Tim Scott, for example, and completely throw the mark off. But I just like the idea if uh, if you've got Midwest. Uh, women who are mm-hmm. voting who are in the bubble, shouldn't be just a factor of male or female, but if they're comparing Kim Reynolds, for example, versus uh, Kamala Harris, I just think you, you, you can't have a better contrast. Somebody who's confident, who's sharp, yeah. who knows their stuff, and you mm-hmm. feel absolutely comfortable filling if need be, versus someone who... I've often said the only reason they're not invoking the 25th Amendment is because we'd end up with Kamala Harris. <laughs> right. Uh, they should, because he's mentally <laughs> incompetent, as we all know. And finally, uh, your state, Wisconsin, always seems to be so close. Questions about election integrity there. I mean, are, are we going to have a free and fair and safe uh, election there in Wisconsin, Governor? I hope so. I mean, I've talked to both state officials and to uh, state party officials and to Michael Watley, the gentleman who's likely to be in the new RNC chair, did a fabulous job as the chairman in North Carolina and said one of the most important things the party at, at both the RNC and the state level should be doing across the country is going to court right now, not after the election, but right now to make sure election officials in some of the biggest counties in Wisconsin and across the country are actually upholding the law. The laws are actually pretty good. I signed photo ID. We had other requirements in terms of absentee ballots. Uh, they just ignored them in 2020. And so we need to make sure that those are fouled. It's almost impossible to fix something after the fact, like spitting in the ocean. Right. you got to make sure it gets done in advance. I was always felt in Wisconsin, when I ran, I had to win by about three to five points uh, to make up for the shenanigans in Milwaukee and, mm-hmm. and Madison, our two largest cities. So winning big certainly helps, and uh, that's why all this talk is critical. The other thing we found at Young America's Foundation in Wisconsin across the country is number one issue for stu- for students, for college students right now, amazingly, is not what the media tells you, or at least some of the media. It's the economy. And so if we make this a referendum on the economy and on safety, and we don't get drawn off on a thousand other issues, but really hone in on those things, not only in my home state, but across the country, mm-hmm. I think conservatives are going to do well. You know, uh, Governor, I wrote a column, uh, Bidenomics is an American Nightmare, because uh, I really believe that the uh, Bidenomics policies have been so horrific, uh, and I think a, a lot of Americans are disgusted with the economy right now. But now, looking at the polls in the three first states, uh, yeah, Iowa, uh, New Hampshire, and South Carolina, immigration became an even bigger issue than the economy because of what's going on at the border. Well, that's exactly right. You tie... The two things that people care about, it's security, economic security and personal mm-hmm. security. And when people see at the border, it's not just a border issue anymore. When, when we have a kid dying of fentanyl in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, when, when they see that in Manchester, New Hampshire, when you, you see it all across the country, people understand that when you see these stories of that horrific death of, of the young woman in Georgia just the other day, yes. clearly, even though the corporate media tries to ignore 
uh, the, the, the circumstances. We know it was from not just an illegal uh, migrant, uh, illegal alien, but someone who'd been uh, been in and out of the court system, out of the legal right. system. We know this is a, a threat to all of us. So personal safety and economic safety mm-hmm. are the key factors there. And, and I think, again, Donald Trump and other conservatives are on the right side of that. We just need to mm-hmm. not take the bait and talk about things that distract us from those issues that people care about. Yeah. Well, Governor, uh, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, Keep up the great work. We're going to link to your piece so people can check it out and uh, hope to have you back on soon. Thank you so much, Governor. My pleasure. Have a good one. All right. Take care. Governor Scott Walker with us right here in the Ringside Politics Program. And uh, we're going to link to his piece, uh, Advocating Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds as a correct running mate for Donald Trump. Interesting. And uh, we'll check it out. Obviously, uh, that pick is an important one uh, for President Trump. And let's be frank, he he needs someone who's going to be a strong supporter, unlike Mike Pence, who is just not. So we need someone that agrees with President Trump on the issues. 504-556-9696. Let's take care of some business. Quick timeout. We'll be right back. storage. There's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated. Open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 All right, folks, great discussion there. with uh, units of all sizes for every need. And they have the best prices in Metairie guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7. And for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759. That's 455-2759. Or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. Are you in a constant battle with mosquitoes outside your house? Stop smacking yourself in the face. Call Mosquito Joe. Whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out, Mosquito Joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. No more itching and scratching, and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work. Visit MosquitoJoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. Hey, it's Jeff Cruer. Is it time to renew your license? The DMV is slow, but Quick Notary is fast. Quick Notary can renew your license fast. So don't waste your time. Save yourself the hassle. Come to Quick Notary for all your DMV services today. They're in Metairie at 1035 Veterans Boulevard, corner West William David. Their other services include vehicle registration renewal, vehicle title transfer, notarizing affidavits or bill of sales, power of attorney, donations, and even wills. You can even get your new license plate issued right on the spot. And don't wait for the rush. At Quick Notary, you can get your nationally mandated real ID. They're open until 5.30 p.m. during the week and 4 p.m. on Saturday. For more information, dial 504-598-5666. That's 504-598-5666. Or visit them on Facebook. That's Quick Notary. That's Q-U-I-K Notary. For all your notary services, there's no one quicker or better than Quick Notary. I guarantee it. Well, we know about our economic problems, supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, sky-high gas prices. And during COVID, the big box stores were allowed to stay open the whole time. So many little guys, the small business owners, were forced to close. The wealthiest people on the planet became better off, while mom and pop suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? We vote with our dollars. That's how we make a difference. No more shopping at big box stores. If you can get the items 
from a family-owned company. We help people walk away from the big box conglomerates. We can shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. Family-owned companies put their customers first, not Wall Street investors. Let's together cut off their cash flow. We can choose to help regular people by shopping with family-owned businesses and buying products made in America. Call 718-869-9020 or visit switch the number 2 usa.com switch to usa.com you know they say opinions are like you know flowers call 556-9696 call ringside politics with a punch and jeff cruer now hey rolling along and uh we're now going to uh check out a few quick clips and then we're going to be uh, back to your phone calls and emails jeff at wgso.com email address and our talk line 504 504- Five five six nine six nine six, and uh, also we'll be joined by Josh Bernstein, our Ringside All Star, who visits with us on Mondays. So we talked earlier about this ad uh, from uh, Stephen Miller of American First Legal uh, for any of you out there victims of DEI. Let's check out clip number five. Watch us ruin him. Watch us destroy him. And even if he gets into office, as he did in 2017, watch us launch a soft coup day after day after day. And then in 2020, if we change the whole rules for elections, if we change how everything's run, if we break every single law in the key swing states about how elections should be run, watch none of our secretaries of state go to jail, none of our officials, no one implementing the system, the only people who will go to jail are the ones who deign to go to court or to a legislature to seek a redress of these grievances. And then finally, watch us violate the Eighth Amendment in plain view against excessive fines. Right there in the Constitution, our founders feared it, it, deeply feared it. Watch us violate the Eighth Amendment and nothing will happen and judges will be petrified, terrified to even think of siding with Donald Trump lest the left go after them too. This is a tutorial in who runs the society and how decayed our democracy is. Yeah, that's uh, Stephen Miller of America First Legal. Uh, some strong comments uh, on uh, the problems that we face. Hey, uh, what's going on at the border? We got Chinese nationals coming in here, and uh, they're not exactly um, coming in and just uh, dribs and drabs. We're talking about huge numbers, more than Mexicans, believe it or not, in one sector of the border. Let's check out clip number six. New internal CBP data, which shows something remarkable. More Chinese nationals have been crossing here in the San Diego sector in recent months than Mexican nationals. So take a look at this first graphic right here. According to that data, this is the top 10 nationalities that Border Patrol have arrested crossing illegally here in San Diego sector since October 1st. Colombia is number one. But take a look at number two, China. 21,000 Chinese nationals have been encountered by agents here in recent months. They are ahead of Mexico by several thousand. That is remarkable to see. You can also see Turkey has had more than 6,000 of its citizens apprehended here. 5,000 from Guinea in Africa, another 5,000 from India. Then take a look at this second graphic here of more notable countries uh, apprehended here in San Diego sector since October. Mauritania in Africa, 2,500. Uzbekistan, 2,500. Afghanistan, 1,600. Russia, 850. 
50, and then hundreds more from both Tajikistan and Kyrgyzstan. Those, uh, uh, those countries I just named are special interest countries with potential national security concerns. The feds are supposed to vet their citizens more, uh, but that's very difficult because our countries don't share criminal databases. Fox News has obtained some. Yeah, wow. So uh, that's Bill Malusian of uh, Fox News, uh, along with Ben Burkwam, who we mentioned earlier. Uh, those two reporters doing the best job of anyone, uh, really, uh, covering the border. And uh, both of them just outstanding uh, investigative journalism. Here, Malugin, uh talks about uh, how they get here, the journey to the U.S. Some of these places are far flung. How in the world do they get here? I mean, uh, isn't that the question you have? If you're coming from a third world country and don't have any money, how, how do you get to the border? I mean, uh, that's mind boggling to me. Millions of people getting here somehow. Here's the outline of a journey. Let's go to clip number seven. How are all these people around the world, specifically uh, from Asia especially, getting here to our southern border, right? Well, we talked to a Chinese man yesterday who said he first flew into Turkey. We also talked to a Georgian man who told us the same thing. He first flew into Turkey, then got to Mexico. Take a listen. So Georgia to Turkey and Guatemala to Guatemala, and then after Guatemala, car into Mexico? Uh, America is our dream and uh, we think uh, here is a democrat and good country. And back out here live, what you're looking at is the border wall. That's Bill Malusian and, you know, uh, that is so suspicious, all of it, <laughs> when you consider uh, how they're getting there, how they're paying for it, who's uh, supplying them, who is supporting them. And uh, what is their goal? Uh, come here and be good Americans? Come here to disrupt? Come here to commit crime? Come here to bring in drugs? Come here to commit terrorism? Come here to take jobs? Some of them bringing diseases. Some of them bringing, uh, of course, weapons. Some of them bringing drugs. Some of them bringing bombs. Some of them bring uh, connections to drug cartels. Some of them have uh, connections to terrorist organizations. And, uh, you know, when you add 10.3 million in three years, you are overwhelmed. And uh, that is what's going on with our country today. So as we talked to Scott Walker about one of the many reasons why we have to get rid of creepy, sleepy Uncle Joe Beijing balloon Biden, we cannot afford any more of his presidency. We'll be right back. Jeff Cruer, join me weekdays from 7 to 11 a.m. for Ringside Politics, right here on WGSO, 990 a.m., New Orleans. USA News, I'm Ryan Daniels. Former President Trump is celebrating a widely anticipated Republican primary victory in South Carolina. He spoke to a crowd of supporters after the results were tallied Saturday. This was a little sooner than we anticipated. It was an even bigger win than we anticipated. Challenger Nikki Haley says she'll stay in the GOP race until at least Super Tuesday, which is next week. Some politicos want him to step up 
and potentially challenge for the Democratic presidential nomination, but California Governor Gavin Newsom says he's all in for a second Biden term in the White House. What he's done in three years has been a masterclass, close to 15 million jobs. That's eight times more than the last three Republican presidents combined. Speaking on NBC's Meet the Press, meanwhile, the Trump campaign continues to push messages about the U.S. economy and how it was humming under his administration prior to the COVID-19 pandemic. One Republican, one Democrat are working together to try and get a multi-billion dollar foreign aid bill through the U.S. House of Representatives. It was introduced as a cheaper version of the $95 billion measure passed by the Democratic-controlled U.S. Senate earlier this month. Normally, um, any kind of discharge like that would take 30 days to even be considered ripe. We figured out a way with the parliamentarian to expedite that to a seven-day period. Pennsylvania Representative Brian Fitzpatrick co-authored the bill. Maine Democrat Jared Golden is working with him on getting it to the House floor for a vote. We need to find a way to get a deal that gets us to 218. I think a deal like that has to grow out of the middle. Both lawmakers offered the update on CBS's Face the Nation. There are widespread fire weather concerns in the central U.S. ahead of a larger storm front. Red flag warnings are being posted in areas from West Texas to Nebraska, Iowa, Missouri, and northern Illinois. This is USA News. Gradual increase in the winds and the higher humidity is already started coming in today. Probably top 80 with that southerly flow. Sunny sky though, pretty decent day yet. Tonight, partly cloudy lows to upper 50s to low 60s. Tuesday afternoon, a windy day, sunny skies, the upper 70s to the 80 once again. About 80-ish Wednesday, another front coming in by afternoon, the wind shift. Going to turn us cooler Wednesday night and Thursday with some clouds lingering through the day Thursday. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. The annual Spring Music Festival is coming for a great hopping weekend with swamp pop, country rock music, food and crafts, music by Aaron Faure, Sons of the Beach, the Rough and Ready Band, Shorts in December, and more. Friday, Saturday, March 15th and 16th. Tickets for adult campers, guests, and the public, $20. At Hidden Oaks Family Campground, Highway 190 East Hammond. For more details, hiddenoaksfamilycampground.com. Hey folks, it's Jeff Cruer. Let me tell you about a company I trust, Eagle Security Systems. They've been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. They provide residential and commercial security and fire systems. They install surveillance camera systems and provide 24-hour alarm monitoring by their central station. Eagle Security Systems can offer cellular interactive service, which allows you, the customer, to control your system from a smart device anywhere. They can take over any existing alarm system and provide cable TV and internet wiring for your home or business. So you're tired of just being a number? Do you want to experience personal service? Then you need to call Eagle Security Systems 504-340-1414 or check out their website eaglesecuritynola.com I trust Eagle Security and you should too and let them protect your home and business with the eyes of an eagle. As parents, we have a lot to be proud of. Our kids are smart, talented, and dedicated, but all of them are at risk. One in three Louisiana high school students use e-cigarettes, and every day more teens struggle with vape-related problems like nicotine addiction and lung damage. The time to talk to your teen is now, and we can help. Get Vaping Facts 
talking tips, and quitting resources at BehindTheHazeLA.com. Sponsored by Louisiana Department of Justice. Hey, y'all. It's spring festival season. Check out these events going on this weekend. March 2nd, Shadows Arts and Crafts Fair in New Iberia. Bayou Terrebonne, Boucheret in Homa. And Arts Evening Cultural Festival in Slidell. And mark your calendars for this upcoming event, March 9th through 16th. Shadows on the Tesh Plain Air Competition in New Iberia. Visit festivals.explorelouisiana.com and make your plans to laissez les bon temps rouler. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio LLC. To save his life, call his wife in. Nothing to say, but what a day. How's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ringside Politics with a Punch, and your host, Jeff Couleir. Well past 25 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt, and still packing a punch. He's the host of Ringside Politics with a Punch, writes for townhall.com, and has a new book, America's Last Chance. Jeff also has his own YouTube channel, but even with all that going on, he hasn't forgotten his listeners. The ones who opine every day, right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Guerre right now at 556-9696. Go to a show, you hope she goes. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. All right, as we kick off uh, the final hour of the program today, we've got a lot we've been discussing. So all those issues are on the table. Anything else you want to bring up, fair game, 504-556-9696. Jeff at WGSO.com is the email address. We'll uh, welcome your phone calls and emails. And let's now welcome our special guest, our Ringside All-Stars, with us on Mondays. Talk show host, commentator, website publisher, our friend Josh Bernstein. Good morning, sir. Welcome. Good morning. Great to be back on the program with you, Jeff. Great to have you, sir. And uh, Josh, before we delve into the issues, let's give everyone an update on uh, jbushow.com. Yep, jbushow.com. That's the place to go to get the news that you don't get too many other places. Uh, Right now we've got an explosive new interview with uh, Trump advisor and attorney Christina Bob. Pretty interesting interview. Um, We talk about a lot of different things, including... uh, President Trump's uh, potential vice presidential picks and things like that. So check it out, jbushow.com, and then head on over to the new releases section, which, again, is for subscribers only, but uh, it's a small price to pay to get the news that you can't get too many other places. So check it out, jbushow.com. And remember, if it's banned on social media, you'll find it there. All right, Josh Bernstein, good deal. So you were talking to her. Uh, You've been uh, examining potential VP choices. We had CPAC. And uh, the straw poll mm-hmm. there showed uh, Vivek and Christy Nome tied for first. And I think a little bit further down on the list, you had, uh, you know, uh, Tim Scott. And further down, you had uh, Carrie Lake and Tucker Carlson and others. 
But it seems like uh, right, and I think uh, you also had uh, Elise Stefanik, who was uh, third. But right now, it seems like Christine Ohm and Vivek are tied for the top spot. Your thoughts? Well, look, I, I've said this before on my show, and I'll say it on yours. Uh, I am very suspect of Vivek, very suspect of him. But I would rather roll the dice with Vivek because at least I know for a fact that Tim Scott and Elise Stefanik and some of these others are actual rhinos and they're the establishment. And I think that if Trump was to pick one of them, it could be very dangerous for him because I feel as though this is not about, you know, what state they can help you win. This is not about what position they may have or experience they may have or what they can do or how they can get along. I really think that he has to pick a person that would insulate him from any type of attempt on his life. And it's sad to think that that is now the new kind of standard bearer, if you will, for picking a vice presidential candidate. But in the times that we live in today and what we've seen them do to President Trump and how they're trying to go after him with all the lawfare that's certainly not working, who knows, God forbid, what could happen Mm -hmm. in the future. So when I had my conversation with, with Christina Bob, I asked her, what was, you know, what would you say, in your opinion, would be the top priority for picking a vice presidential candidate? And she immediately came out with America first, you know, policies and principles. And I said, sure, no problem. I understand. I agree. I said, but I disagree in the fact that that should not be the number one priority. The number one priority should be, can you insulate yourself from, God forbid, a potential you know, assassination temp or something like that. And she was kind of shocked and taken back by the fact that I said that. But the reality is, is that's what he shouldn't be. be. Number one, she shouldn't be. I know she was his attorney. Uh, She supposedly saw what they would do to him and they would do anything and everything to him. They've done it since they came down the escalator. No one has been treated like he has to the abuse and uh, assault. Exactly. uh, That he has been treated to. So I think you make a good point. So the other one beside Vivek who would insulate him from that would be Tucker Carlson. Uh, I mean, he would be uh, someone that they certainly would not want to see as president. Wouldn't you agree? Or Carrie Lake. I'd say the same thing about Carrie Lake. Yeah, I think that uh, Tucker Carlson would be my number one choice to be quite honest. Um, and then I would say Carrie Lake. Uh, and then I would probably put maybe even Mike Lindell or Mike, uh, Flynn, or maybe honestly, even Roger Stone. I mean, he has to pick somebody, Matt Gates, MTG. He's got to pick someone that the establishment would say, Oh my, Oh my God. It would be absolutely horrific. If, for that uh, person to be president. You know, there was a situation, <laughs> yeah. So, so they would never, ever of Matt, try to do anything. Yeah, speaking of Matt Gates, so uh, I'm sure you, you saw this. So at President Trump's victory party in, in South Carolina, he's mentioning all these people, and uh, he mentions Lindsey mm-hmm. Graham, and he gets booed, and people there hated him. Oh, yeah. He mentions Matt Gates, massive uh, applause. Uh, like, they were cheering exactly. him like, like crazy. So... That goes to show you his base, his supporters, they're MAGA people. They're not rhinos. Uh, they don't like uh, Lindsey Graham. They don't like uh, Mitch McConnell. They don't like the establishment wing of the Republican Party. They don't like Nikki Haley. Exactly. They want someone who is right. going to be MAGA, right? Yeah, absolutely. And But like I said, I mean, I think that if he picks the right candidate, 
not only can he win, but he can insulate himself. You know, because look, a lot can be said about Joe Biden and uh, and heels up headboard Harris. I mean, she might insulate him in some respects. They might look she at does. Joe Biden and go, "Wow, he's pretty bad," but Harris is even worse. You know, right? So exactly. I kind of feel like that's what mm-hmm. needs to be the number one priority to insulate himself. And because here's mm-hmm. the thing: God forbid, if he picks the wrong person and he wins, he may not serve the rest of his term because they'll come after him, and that's what I'm worried about. Very worried. And who's the last person who had mm-hmm. uh, an assassination attempt against him? It was uh, Ronald Reagan. And uh, yeah. not being a conspiracy theorist here, but just say, stating the facts, the, the person that uh, tried to kill him, John Hinckley, had family connections to the Bushes. And that's just documented fact. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, uh, I think that uh, since Reagan, the, it was the last sort of uh, uh, traditional uh, MAGA type, America First type, uh, populist type candidate that wasn't part of the establishment. Trump is the next. And I think, uh, you know, they're after him a lot more than they uh, went after Reagan. So I think you, you make a good point. He needs to protect himself. And that would be a good way to do it. Uh, what did you make of the South Carolina results, uh, Josh? <laughs> yeah, well, look, we, we all knew it was going to be a two to one slaughter, you know, obviously. Uh, but Bird Brain is still, uh, is still hanging on, although she did lose the billions of dollars from uh, the Katcha enterprise there, they finally said, uh, we're not going to back this losing horse anymore. So that's good. But, of course, you have no labels, third party, that are obviously looking at her as, you know, someone that they want to try to run with or something. I know they talked about Joe Manchin and, uh, and Mitt Romney, but obviously I think that uh, they would probably throw their support behind Haley, which again, would be another disaster and nightmare. So that's why if RFK Jr. can get on all the ballots and uh, and do well, I think he just got on Michigan. I think he got on Wisconsin, uh, here in Arizona, and, and a few others. So his team is pushing to make sure that he's on the ballots in Good. a lot of these states because, like I said, uh, it'll definitely hurt whoever the Biden. Democratic nominee is. Yeah. So Nikki Haley, does she run as a, a third-party candidate or remain a Republican and eventually just drop out? Uh, what, do you, what path? Well, do you obviously, think we take? would love for her to drop out, right? But mm-hmm. she's a sabotager, so you know she's selfish, self-important. You know she's a little mm-hmm. nitwit, and she just hates Trump, which doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense because when you think about it, she was the ambassador to United Nations. She got a cush job with right. you know the Trump administration and then bailed and after is. you know a yeah. year and a half to go serve on corporate boards but i mean the only reason she got those positions is cuz he appointed her UN ambassador exactly so it's like he it's got her millions of bucks and she said that she would never run against him and look look what she did so she said she's a woman of her word but in effect she's a liar she is a liar completely so so your prediction is third party or, or not? Do you think this no label thing is going to take uh, off? I, you know what? I don't know. I, I think there's going to be a big push to try to do it with somebody, um, whether it's her or whether it's some other, you know, rhino establishment type of figure. I don't know. I know that they've been, there's a lot of money behind that group. Number one, um, they're all establishment rhinos, you know, number two, 
they're kind of like the equivalent of like, you know, the, uh, what do they call them? The Lincoln Republicans, which are nothing having to do with Lincoln at all. Right. They're basically communists that hate Trump. Right. But it's mm-hmm. similar to that. And this no labels thing is like, I think they either want to run like an independent or I don't know, maybe somebody that, you know, isn't, uh, like they want to do a split ticket is from what I understand. Uh, they want to do, you know, like a mansion Democrat and Republican. Or, right. Yeah. Yeah. Or Haley and who, God knows who else would that would be on the other side of <laughs> right. that. Joe Lieberman. It's a disaster either way. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, right. dig him up. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hang on. Uh, oh, we'll come back and uh, open up our phone lines. Uh, Josh Bernstein with us, Jeff Cruer here. Our uh, phone line, 504-556-9696. Come join us. Let's take care of some business. Quick timeout. We'll be right back. Tragically, countless lives and souls have been lost through the chastisements plaguing the world, from which Our Lady could have spared us. The world continues to build up a tremendous debt, not just financially, but above all morally, provoking the justice of God and there will be a terrible price to pay for it if we do not invoke Our Lady in the precise way shown to us by heaven, to intervene on our behalf with the inestimable merits of her Immaculate Heart. Learn the truth at Fatima.org. On March 23rd, voters in Metairie, Harahan, River Ridge, and most of Kenner will elect a new judge for the 24th Judicial District Court Division D. Jerry Smith is proud to be a candidate in this important election. Jerry has extensive experience litigating both civil and criminal matters. He spent 13 years representing the state of Louisiana as an assistant district attorney, prosecuting some of the region's most violent criminals. Jerry Smith is a lifelong Republican, a Jefferson Parish homeowner for over 20 years, a loving husband and father who has dedicated his time and talents to the community. He is founder of a Hogs for the Cause fundraising team that has raised over $100,000 to assist families battling pediatric brain cancer. Jerry Smith's legal career and professional reputation in the community emulate the values he prioritizes in raising two young boys. Integrity, the value of hard work, and respect for others. For more information, visit jerrysmithforjudge.com. Paid for by the committee to elect Jerry Smith. Southern Legal Clinics is a family-owned business. Three brothers, Stephen, Tim, and Pat Rooney, and two nieces, Kristen and Courtney Rooney. They have been in business for over 40 years. They treat their clients as family. The law firm has six offices in Southeast Louisiana, and they've handled thousands of criminal and civil cases in 17 different parishes over the last 40 years in the federal, state, and parish courts. They offer extensive criminal and civil litigation experience, handling estate planning, succession, wills, bankruptcy, domestic law, and personal injury. Their fees are very reasonable and they offer free consultations. Their attorneys have given back to the community and have volunteered countless hours of time, coaching, serving on boards, and being active members of civic organizations. For more information, visit southernlegalclinics.com or call 504-455-4185. 
I'm Jeff Gruer. This is Clay Cangelosi. We're excited to announce the creation of Premier Media Group. We will be your one-stop shop to handle all of your digital media needs. Our services will include podcasts, web design, promotions and event planning, video production, and equipment rental. For more information or to set up a free consultation, call 504-407-1534 or visit us at pmgroup.live. Well, it's been established. Ringside politics with a punch doesn't pull any. Let loose and call now, 556-9696. Call Jeff Cruer now. Hey, we're back. Jeff Cruer here, Josh Bernstein with us. Open line on the program. Uh, Josh, uh, any comments before we start taking some calls? Uh, well, no. Just I noticed that you uh, you kind of uh, redid your uh, your opening for the show, and I just wanted to let you know it sounds pretty good. I mean, I like the theme that you stuck with all these years, and you just kind of tweaked it a little bit. So I just wanted to tell you that. Thank you, thank you. Well, I had to update. It's twenty five years now. The last one said uh, much less. <laughs> so uh, we had oh, wow. to. Uh, okay. We had to update it, but uh, yes, thank you, thank you. Five zero four five five six nine six nine six. Let's go to the uh, phone lines and Rusty checking in with us from Jefferson. What's happening, Rusty? How are you? Good morning and welcome. Good morning to you guys. Um, I have a question about deportation, but I want to say one thing about uh, Donald Trump's pick for vice president. I think he's the, the world's going to hell. Our borders, our country is being invaded. We don't need identity politics to be the choice of of Donald uh, President uh, would be President Trump again. We need someone with principles. Our world is falling to pieces in front of us, and I think we he needs to have somebody that is as conservative as can be, not identity politics. He went that way with Mike Pence before. He needs someone his principles so that anything happens to him, someone will be someone uh, very conservative, someone with principles will follow through in his uh, footsteps. Um, I have a question for you and Josh, though. Uh, I've been meaning to ask this question. Um, you were talking before the top of the hour break, Jeff, about uh, all the people that were coming here, China, Chinese, and other peoples. Does uh, Mr. Trump, if he's elected, will he deport all these people, not just stop the new ones from coming in, but will he deport the ones that are already here? And what is his plan if he does have a plan? I mean, have you heard him say anything? I know a lot of people assume he will do that, but have yeah. you heard him say anything about that? Yeah, I mean, he's talked about deporting all of them. I mean, uh, I think he's talked about massive deportation. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the extent of, uh, the program, I don't know how it's going to be done, uh, but he's talked about it many times. So I think that's his intention, Rusty. Uh, Josh, is that your, um, analysis of it as well? Yeah. I mean, you also have to understand, you know, Trump wins. A lot of these people will self-deport as well, uh, because they're going to realize that it's not going to be, you know, a free ride anymore. And that the rules are going to change. I think he'd put back, you know, Title 42. He would put back, you know, remain in Mexico. He he would do a lot of things immediately, whether through executive fiat or 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 whatnot, 
to get things moving in the right direction. Obviously, starting on construction of the rest of the border wall is extremely important. But yeah, I think the first thing that he would do is he would probably round up all of the criminal aliens, you know, the ones with severe criminal records, you know, ones coming in from Venezuela and elsewhere. I think that would be the first wave, if you will. Uh, And that would take, you know, probably four to six months. And then I think from there, he would start looking at, you know, maybe the, the Chinese nationals that have come here and things like that, and he'd try to clear it out. But, I mean, I don't think you can take, you know, $62 million and deport them, you know, in 30 days. I mean, I'd love to see it happen, but that's not realistic. But if he can get rid of more than half of these folks, let's say, within the first, you know, 12 to uh-huh. 16 months of his presidency, uh, I think we're cooking pretty good there if we can do that. You know, Eisenhower deported, I think, 1.3 million, uh, and that was considered yeah. major. And I think he only needed a group of 75 people to do it. Uh, this is going to take a massive force, uh, and obviously mm-hmm. a lot longer. And we're talking about huge numbers. We're talking about tens of millions. Uh, Rusty, any uh, final comments before we roll? Yeah, one last thought. Um, Joe Biden said he was going to do a turnaround and go with the, uh, what sounded like the Trump uh, way of dealing with immigration last week. And, and I know that's just a, a gimmick, as Mike, Michael Johnson said, a House leader said, in order to get votes. But uh, one thing Biden won't do, and that he won't deport anybody. So I'm hoping that, right. that uh, Mr. Trump, regardless uh, of the flack he's going to get, and it's going to be trouble. This, these people are not going to be mm. deported peacefully, but we have to have the gumption and I hope he has the gumption to go through what you guys just said he would do, you know, at least within his term, right. at least, at least well, within that four years. Our, our best chance is for Trump to get elected and to do it, and he doesn't need Congress. I mean, just like he went around them to get the border wall constructed, Biden right. went around Congress to open up the border. I think Trump can go around Congress mm-hmm. to do what he needs to do to secure the border and then to send these people, these illegals, uh, back home. All yeah. right, Mr. Rusty. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you Appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, 504-556-9696. Josh, a horrific event occurring uh, the other day. A beautiful young um, Georgia nursing student, life in front of her, um, killed uh, by an illegal uh, in uh, Athens, Georgia, a sanctuary city. This is an uh, individual who had uh, come here illegally under Joe Biden in 2022 in 2023, committed crimes against uh, young people in New York, was released. Five months later, ends up in Georgia killing uh, this uh, young lady. And, um, you know, uh, how many other people uh, are we going to put at risk with this, uh, Josh? Well, look, it's extremely sad, and my hearts and thoughts and prayers go out to, of course, her and her family. And I would certainly never want to put anyone in a position to be exploited, you know, with their death. However... I think that President Trump should tell this story in a two-minute ad and start running this story everywhere in every single swing state because the American people already know something's amiss. They already know they can see the crime. They can see the homelessness. They can see the, you know, the drugs. They can see all the things that are happening. But to put a face on it, a sweet, innocent young woman uh, in Georgia and then seeing what happened to her and knowing that her life could have been spared, 
you know, tragically ended because of a horrific mistake. And I would even end the ad saying how many more, uh, how much more blood does Joe Biden have on his hands? I'm right. Donald Trump and I approve this message. I mean, he really right. needs to take this and exploit this in the swing states and let them know that, hey, this is what, you know, this illegitimate leader has allowed right. to happen to this person and many others like her. Five zero four five five six nine six nine six. Josh Bernstein with us. Jeff Career here, cruising through an open line. Hey, let's keep it rolling, uh, Josh. And we go way, way, way up north into the woods of St. Tammany Parish, the country. Brother Steve checking in with us here this morning with some words of wisdom. Hey, brother, how are you? Good morning and welcome. How you doing, Brother Jeff? Commissioner of Conservative Conversation and the learned gentleman from Arizona, Mr. Bernstein, how are you? We're Very good, good, sir. Very good. Thank you, sir. Okay, first I want to do a public service announcement for St. Tammany Parish. You might you might want to check this if you go behind me. I can't I can't remember whether it's six o'clock or six thirty tonight. They're having the meeting between the parish council on the libraries are going to be in there talking about the uh, uh, transgender books. So they're having the big meeting tonight uh, on Kutroth at the parish council chambers. So I just wanted to get that out there because it didn't make it this weekend from anybody out there. So it, it, it's amazing that I just finally heard that this morning and uh, uh, that it's happening tonight. And it's, it's, been coming up and coming up and coming up. So tonight, people, people in St. Tammany, show up. This is for your kids. This is for, uh, uh, you, you know, get rid of the progressives that are trying to take over this parish. Okay, yeah. thank you for letting me announce that. Of course. And, uh, yes, sir. The other thing is, is I'm, I'm, I'm on this all the time. Nothing less than an 80% Republican turnout will do the trick. It has to be 80 percent number two we have to make sure we get the correct senate and the correct house so we can get four full years of trump otherwise when we go into the two-year break they'll start screaming lame duck they'll stab him in the back they'll turn on him and nothing will get done his last two years. That's all I have to say on that. Yes, sir. Yeah, we need uh, we need a massive turnout uh, to overcome the fraud and to give him the numbers to get it done. Uh, when he was in there the last time, he didn't have a Congress that would work with him. So, yeah, we need the right people in place. Get rid of the rhinos, that's for sure, brother. Get all right, uh, Okay. All right, my friend. Thank you, sir. Brother Steve with us. Uh, Josh, any comments? Yeah, we need not just uh, mass deportation of illegal aliens, but we need mass deportation of the administrative state. And President mm -hmm. Trump needs to win, and he needs to clean house and run with a skeleton crew. I want to see him fire thousands upon thousands upon thousands of federal workers by changing uh, that one thing, I can't think of it, uh, Schedule F or something it's called, where once mm -hmm. you change the status of these administrative state people, then they can finally be fired and let go. 
And that's what needs to happen. We need to fire the entire deep state, the entire administrative state, because otherwise they're just going to undermine him at every turn. And especially with ICE and especially with Border Patrol and DHS, all those people need to be gone, every single one of them. Otherwise, he'll do something through executive order to deport people and they'll defy him. So he needs to understand that he needs to clean house, not just win but then clean house in Washington and fire all these people. I want to see hundreds of thousands of people, you know, working at Walmart as greeters. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't even want them there. Uh, so, yeah, exactly. uh, Josh, on Thursday, Biden is going to visit the southern border, going to Brownsville, and Donald Trump is going to be at Eagle Pass. Both of them will be at the border on the same day, on Thursday. Highlighting the issue that now people in Iowa, South Carolina, New Hampshire are saying is the number one issue in the nation, and that is uh, the immigration crisis. Uh, what do you make of these developments? Well, I think it's interesting. The only reason Biden is even going is because Trump is going. Let's face it. I mean, he doesn't even know how to leave his bedroom for the most part. They put Legos out in front of him, the uh, Oval Office desk, and he plays with Legos all day. At least that's what I think. So I think from that standpoint, he's being forced to do this. But more than anything else, they understand that this is indeed the hot-button topic, and every American has this on their mind, including many of the constituents that he would need or whoever the Democrat Party nominee would need in order to facilitate a victory, which would be what? Minority voters, black voters, Hispanic voters. Look, Hispanic voters that are here legally that came through the right channels and did the right thing, they are absolutely up in arms with what's going on. And not to mention many of the minority communities and black communities, you know, they're up in arms too because they see what's happening, the homeless people everywhere. And I think a lot of it has to do, honestly, with uh, their benefits being given away Mm -hmm. and taken from them. So, Again, it's not all that they that they hate these illegals or they care. Mm. It's more of the fact that, oh, you know, you're taking away my benefits and giving it to them. Right. I want my benefits. You know, that's a big part of this, too. And, uh, you know, they're throwing them out of housing, throwing them out of schools. Uh, you've got uh, the illegals getting uh, first-class treatment and regular citizens uh, getting the crumbs and People are uh, sort of upset, and rightfully so. And then, of course, uh, they're attacking innocent people and uh, killing them and uh, committing crimes. And we got a crisis on our hands. They're also bringing in drugs and killing Americans. Last year, 109,000 Americans died of drug overdose, drug overdoses yeah. or fentanyl poisoning. And that was a, a all-time record. Uh, we'll know in May uh, the numbers for 2023, probably another record. Josh Bernstein, oh, hang sure on, my I'm friend. Sure there would be, yeah. Yeah, we'll have a lot more, uh, of course, as we roll on. Quick time out, though. Let's get a news update. Keep it right here. It's Ringside Politics on the Airwaves on WGSO. Jeff Cruer with you. We'll be right back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. Today marks the start of the second week of the crime special session. All of the bills that received approval in the Senate will be heard in the House this week, and all of the bills that were approved in the House will be heard in the Senate including Hammond Representative Nicholas Muscarello's legislation that would lead to Louisiana restarting executions. Muscarello's bill received approval in the House last week despite objections from Democrats like Morero Representative Kyle Green. Do you have any belief that this would actually deter crime or deter heinous acts of violence? That's not the debate, in my opinion. It's the law of the land. We said we would 
condemn them to death. We have an honor that commitment. During an appearance on Talk Louisiana, Governor Jeff Landry says the state owes it to the victims of death penalty cases to pass this bill. And the pain and the time that they endure and the resolve that they take for their day of justice is something that the state should fulfill. And that, that, that's my position. Louisiana Radio Network. Hey, it's me, Gus the Gopher for Atmos Energy. Being a gopher, I like to dig. That's what us gophers were born to do, along with eating plants, taunting groundskeepers, and listening to bluegrass music. And I especially enjoy digging around the yard. Occasionally, I bump into a utility line and I get a headache. Ouch! After all, they're hard to miss since they can be buried anywhere. But if you hit one with your shovel, backhoe, or ditch digger, you could cause a gas leak, disrupt service, or worse. Makes me shaking my paws just thinking about it. You can avoid all of this by calling 811 at least three business days before you or someone else digs in your yard to have those underground utility-owned lines marked. Calling 811 will help protect your property, and more importantly, you. It's free, and it's the law. You dig what I'm saying? For more on safe digging, visit atmosenergy.com slash 811. Are you in a constant battle with mosquitoes outside your house? Stop smacking yourself in the face. Call Mosquito Joe. Whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out, Mosquito Joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. No more itching and scratching, and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work. Visit MosquitoJoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. For over 30 years, the Monumental Task Committee has cleaned, restored, and repaired all monuments and statues in the New Orleans area. Dedicated to historic preservation, this volunteer-based nonprofit organization receives no government or taxpayer money. Please consider preserving Louisiana history by making a tax-deductible donation through the website at monumentaltask.org. That's monumentaltask.org. Ringside Politics with a Punch is looking for a few open minds, but not so open your brains fall out. Call Jeff Cruer at 556-9696 and expose your thoughts. All righty. Josh Bernstein with us, Jeff Career here. We're cruising through an open line, and uh, so many topics uh, on the table we've been uh, delving into this morning. Uh, of course, uh, covering uh, as many as possible uh, from uh, what's going on in uh, D.C. to South Carolina to the border. And uh, taking your calls, Josh, let's get back to it. And we welcome our friend Bernard joining us from NOLA. Hey, Bernard, how are you? Good morning and welcome. Good morning, old wise gentlemen. I um, Good morning. I have a question here. Um, well, first, let me make a little statement. Um, I'm not as suspicious as Vivek as, as you are, Josh, but um, I did have some suspicions of Tulsi Gabbard um, in the beginning, oh, yeah. and I think you did too. Have you softened up a little mm-hmm. bit with her? Absolutely not. No, not at all. Uh, again, you know, I think uh, she's more than likely a plant as well. Uh, the the vec the problem that I have with him is you know he sounds too much like a Republican version of of Barack Obama um, saying all the right things but also copying Obama their speeches where he said almost the exact same thing 
uh, as Barack Obama. There's also potential ties to the World Economic Forum and even uh, relatives of George Soros and the Open Society Institute. So, yes, he sounds amazing. He sounds articulate. He can speak off the cuff. He doesn't need a teleprompter, unlike Obama. Uh, but I am still not convinced 100% that he's legit. So you weren't happy with his... Um with his um, answers um, concerning the, um, the Soros Foundation and 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 that you know that he had done Connection. early in his life, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I, you um, know, I, not you, know, when you scam me because you remind me of myself so much. But you know, at a certain point, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, you know, you almost have to say, "Man, who can I trust?" You know. Mm-hmm. But um, well, yeah. I mean, well, uh, look, you can trust people that have been consistent over the years and people that have been there. Uh, but yeah. even Trump, I mean, he used to be uh, supporting Democrats and back in right. New York. And even Reagan was a Democrat at one time. So people do change. And uh, I think uh, we got to, you know, just trust by uh, their actions that there's a genuine change. I think when you look at the list uh, of people there at the top, I mean, I think Christy Nome has been a longtime uh, conservative leader, been the real deal. Uh, you know, Vivek has sort of burst on the scene uh, out of mm-hmm. nowhere. Tulsi Gabbard used to be a Democrat. Elise Stefanik is uh, more of a rhino. Tim Scott, not exactly someone I'm fired up about. Uh, Tucker Carlson, though, has been, uh, you know, mm-hmm. with this viewpoint for years and, and been consistent about it. As has Carrie Lake. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of Carrie Lake. That's my yeah, choice, I am but too. I she's running for the Senate. So, I well, don't in think the she's, past, uh, in these the um, these these rhinos they try to um, stick with it with um, a conservative have been more milk toast. Where Vivek is 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 let's you know he's almost like a born again. <laughs> Yeah, Christian, he's so he's over the top, and 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 um, yeah, he's, and um, he's you know, so he's smart and he's so good. I mean, he yeah. would eviscerate whoever would be in a debate with him, just eviscerate them. And you know what? His uh, life is finished if he is if he is faking it. I mean, yeah, he can go live in um, in society away from us, but uh, his life is finished. He he'll be he'll be hated Here, the rest of his thought. life if he's not the real thing. Yeah, I hear and you. He's not going to be is, able to um, do like Barack Obama mm-hmm. because he doesn't mm-hmm. have the black card to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. Josh? The thing that scares me is that we can't get this wrong. This is not something that you know we can just take a, a, a shot in the dark on you and, right. and roll the dice here because we need to know that there's a bona fide, real reformer, America first, MAGA conservative that would be running with him, someone that is loyal to him, that has shown loyalty to him, uh, you know, throughout these, uh, you know, turbulent times. And I just feel like, you know, this is not a time to, to roll the dice and get this wrong, because getting this wrong could get him killed, and it could put us in a situation with a mastermind politician, one of the greatest politicians and orators we've ever seen. And I'm saying that about Vivek. I think he's that talented. And, you know, talk is one thing. Action is another. The other thing is, is that if he was saying the things that he's saying and not being threatened, that worries me because that means that they're allowing him to say these things to get him in to a position of power so that they can, you know, they can take one over on Trump. That's just my conspiratorial brain speaking. Yeah, I hear I'm you. I'm the same way. Why, why, why take the same a chance? All right. Why take a chance? All right. Uh, thank you, Bernard. Uh, appreciate you, thank sir. You that is Bernard from NOLA, 504-556-9696 to join us. 
Let's go on the best bank, the West Bank. Keith is uh, checking in with us here this morning. Keith, how are you? Good morning and welcome. Yeah, good morning, Jeff, and thank you. Uh, I've got a question then for you and Josh. I believe it was Steve that called a little earlier. Why don't these states that still have these uh, primaries coming up, why don't they run these uh, uh, TV ads uh, and billboards all across the nation saying, basically, remember Emmett Till, how the mama wanted her son to be seen on TV all across the nation for what the Klan Mm -hmm. did? Why don't mm-hmm. they do the same thing with that young girl in Georgia, the one a few years ago in San Francisco that was killed by an illegal? Why don't the one they in do Iowa? This? Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, just platform all across the nation on ABC, CBS, mm-hmm. NBC, MSNBC, Fox, every major station because they can buy time, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. If they buy buy time, they got to sell it to them, right? Because it's a product. Mm -hmm. Okay, why don't they do that? I know it costs money for the Republicans Mm -hmm. to do that, but why don't they do that all across this nation? I think it'd be a good idea. I mean, I think it'd be effective. Uh, I think it would connect with people. Uh, Obviously, this has been building for a long time, which is why you got creepy, sleepy Uncle Joe Beijing balloon Biden actually going down to the border for only the second time in his uh, three years and one month as president. Uh, what do you make of that kind of ad campaign that uh, Keith is recommending, Josh? I absolutely love it. And the sad reality is that there's at least a, a dozen examples of, you know, somebody being murdered by an illegal alien that should not have been here in every single state, at least a dozen if not 50 to 100. So it's not like you would run out of you know victims to throw up there, uh, unfortunately, which is a sad reality. But yeah, this would be a great ad campaign, you know, to put that out there for everybody to see. So look, I think that, uh, you know, the Trump uh, campaign is, is definitely, you know, moving in the right direction. But again, you know, you've got the RNC, it looks like Rona finally stepped down, I think today, this morning, if I'm not mistaken. So she's going to be out. Who are they going to replace her with? I don't know. Maybe it'll be Laura Trump. That would be wonderful. You know, obviously, Patrick Watley, I think a a guy from uh, a guy from uh, North Carolina is going to be the new chair. Um, You know, and then Larry's going to be the assistant chair, right? And Lara uh, Trump's going to be the yeah the, the co-chair right yeah the but uh, it was chair, the co-chair. yeah it was announced today that Ronna Romney McDaniel will be leaving her post on March the eighth so we got another ten days of her drawing to close seven years at the helm she's in the midst of her Ugh. fourth two year term she said she would vacate the role of the party's spring training meeting in Houston to allow our nominee to select a chair of their choosing and mm. uh, well there yeah. it is. You know, we're too President busy, Trump you know, spending money on limousines and flowers to put uh, billboards up <laughs> at airports and, you know, and, and cities and things like that. But, look, the bottom line is we have to get the message out to the masses that, you know, your country is going to end if you continue this type of behavior. And that's right. it. we got to scare people. I mean, use a scare campaign if you have to. It, here's the thing, though. It's not it's not it's not you know, fear porn or anything. It's reality. This is what is happening in every community. Yeah. You know, there is no such thing mm. as border states anymore. Every single All states state are. is a border right. state. 
Yeah. Uh, any final comments, yeah. Keith? Yeah. 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 One more thing, Jeff. I'd like to ask y'all, and then I'll listen. Uh, can we find out who the state attorney is for the state of Georgia, and who the attorney is in the county that 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 young lady was killed in Georgia, and find out from those two attorneys. Uh, if they want to file federal hate crime charges, and if not, why not? Because it was obviously a hate crime. And I'll uh, thank Christopher you. Carr. Thank you, uh, thank you, my friend. Uh, Christopher Carr is the uh, attorney general. Uh, probably another rhino. Uh, I don't know for sure, though. I mean, certainly the governor is. The secretary of state's a horrific rhino. Uh, Brad Raffensperger. So I'm not sure about this guy. I don't know. I mean, that would be a good idea. Josh, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I was under the impression I thought it was Gabe Sterling, but I, I guess that uh, might not be the case. Um, yeah, I think uh, we should look into that, and he should be filing, you know, terrorist charges. I mean, you know, criminal charges, whatever we've got to do. I mean, you can't – I mean, it, honestly, these charges should be against Biden because this person is dead because of his inaction – on the border or his policies regarding Correct. the border. So why can't there be a wrongful death, you know, defamation suit and or criminal negligence charges against Biden? That's what should be here. This yeah. should not be, oh, well, oh, shucks, you know, let the state deal with it. No, it should be against the federal government. But, uh -huh. you know, how many people and how much blood is on his hands already? You know, yeah. it's uh, well. Look, it's uh, look at New York. I mean, they're they're fighting uh, police officers yeah. there, and, uh, mm -hmm. and then getting released, and then flipping the bird at uh, the country. Uh, and this is happening yeah. uh, all over. So, I mean, Americans are dying from from crime, from drugs, from everything that uh, they're bringing in. And my worry, Josh, in our final minute, is that maybe they've got, got some kind of a terrorist attack plan from all of these yeah. uh, folks that have come in from Middle Eastern countries, China. Our enemies. Mm -hmm. And how many times have we heard America is too powerful? America would never be taken out from the outside. If America mm -hmm. was ever to fall, it would be from the rot inside. And that's what happened. Yeah. The enemy within our country's boundaries and walls and borders is the problem. And the American people need to recognize that and they need to get rid of the filth in order to cleanse the body, which is the people. Right. Josh Bernstein, thank you, my friend. Appreciate it very much. You got uh, it. Of course. So I look forward to next week. Josh Bernstein with us right here in the Ringside Politics Program. All right. Brief time out. Let's take care of some business. We'll be right back. If you need storage, there's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices okay, and folks, metering uh, guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. 
Do you want to overcome obstacles, thrive, and live a life aligned with your deepest values? Then let me recommend Stewart Life Coaching, led by its dedicated owner, Edwa Stewart. She's committed to empowering individuals to achieve their full potential, lead fulfilling lives. At Stewart Life Coaching, the emphasis is on fostering a positive mindset, resilience, and effective goal setting. Edwa understands today's fast-paced world and challenges, but through one-on-one sessions, her clients are guided to discover their strengths, overcome obstacles, and create meaningful, sustainable change. At Stuart Life Coaching, clients are encouraged to explore their values, aspirations, and personal narratives to unlock their true potential. Stuart Life Coaching provides a personalized navigation system for life, offering support, insights, and strategies to help you navigate your unique path and achieve a fulfilling and purpose-driven life. For more information, contact Edwa at 504-578-0006 or visit edwastuart.com. The Louisiana Voter Information Project is an educational organization that informs people about the important issues that affect Louisiana. We strive to give voters a bigger voice. Since our founding two years ago, we've held educational forums, informed voters about important legislative issues, and highlighted the critical need for honest elections and honest voter roles. Our next project will focus on the upcoming election for the Jefferson Parish Republican Executive Committee. We will educate voters about the voting history of some candidates and of the committee itself. Is the committee important? You bet. You'd be surprised about how much this committee influences your local government. So stay tuned, learn about the committee, and get ready to vote for committee members in March. It'll be here before you know it. For more information or to get involved, check out lavip.org or email us at info at lavip.org. We are the Louisiana Voter Information Project. It's Jeff Cruer. After 21 years on the air and 21,000 interesting guests, I'm still fired up every day to host the Ringside Politics program. I take on all sides, take on the mainstream news media, the deep state, those who want to destroy our country. If you support this fight, I'd love for you to come on board as a sponsor of our show. You can reach our great audience and help sustain a program that will never be part of the liberal media. To participate, contact me at jeff at wgso.com. Thanks for your support. Ringside politics with a punch. We're not mind readers, but we can sure answer the phone. Call us now on 556-9696. Ringside politics and Jeff Cruer. Call us now. Hey, welcome back. Big thank you to uh, Josh Bernstein. Uh, hey, folks, if you're looking for web design, how about a podcast or a webcast? How about digital marketing or a video marketing uh, check us out at pmgroup.live. That's pmgroup.live. And, uh, of course, we can take care of uh, all your different needs. Uh, our good buddy uh, Clay Cangelosi is someone who's worked with us here on uh, WGSO, had his own uh, podcast and uh, live webcast, been in business for many, many years, and, uh, of course, works with us on all of these uh, great services. We're going to have some big events coming up as well through uh, Premier Media Group, and uh, we can do that for you uh, as well. So check out our services, our podcasts, our events, and uh, all the different things being offered at Premier Media Group. Go to pmgroup.live, that's pmgroup.live, and check it out. 504-556-9696. All right, uh, one more clip I want to share with you. This is uh, pretty amazing. 
This is a clip of, uh, again, uh, some reporters at the border talking to folks that are in line. One of them, well, a group of them are Syrians in tactical gear. What are Syrians in tactical gear coming to our border about? Again, uh, this is highly unusual, dangerous, and, uh, of course, being allowed. We're like, come on, come on. And uh, these guys are like, yeah, we're here. Syrians wearing tactical gear, crossing into our border. Let's check out clip number eight. Syria. Syria. Uh, what's your name? Milad. Milad? Why did you come to the U.S.? Uh, why coming to U.S.? No? No English. Okay. Where are you from? From Syria. Syria? English? So, so. Why are you coming to the U.S.? Why come? Because we, uh, we love America and uh, we need uh, a nice style, a nice life. You yeah, coming uh, for jobs? Yeah, a nice job, a nice... Uh, because uh, our country uh, uh, very weird. What's your name? Danny. Danny. Good luck. Thank you. Where are you from? Amr, Syria. Syria, too. What's your name? Amr. Ahmed? Amr. Uh, same question, why do you come to the U.S.? All of Spanish or Arabic, no? Where are you from? So, uh, Danny, you think his name is really Danny? <laughs> yeah, Danny. <laughs> I'm just here for a job, as he's wearing his tactical gear and... Um, gives evasive answers, uh, and uh, I don't know, uh, not exactly what you want to uh, welcome in, do you folks? Uh, not knowing the background, uh, boy, we did some pretty uh, rigorous testing there at uh, Ellis Island. Not exactly what's going on now. And by the way, uh, one story I wanted to share with you before we concluded uh, festivities for today, a bombshell report uh, now being uh, actually uh, released by the mainstream news media, the New York Times, is explosive but very belated, full admission that the United States intelligence operation, the CIA, built 12 secret spy bases in Ukraine and has been waging a shadow war for the last decade. U.S. intelligence has not only been instrumental in the Ukraine wartime decision-making, but has established a financial high-tech command and control spy center and uh, was doing so long before the Russian invasion of two years ago. The biggest revelations are that this program was established a decade ago and spans three different American presidents. The program was supposedly to, quote, modernize Ukrainian intelligence services, has actually transformed the state and its capabilities into an important intelligence partner. This includes the agency having trained and equipped Ukrainian intelligence officers going back to 2014 when they had the coup, as well as uh, constructing uh, bases there, secret bases uh, along the border. So that's uh, one of the uh, reasons we're so uh, engaged there. We're protecting our intelligence bases. We have been operating there without anyone's knowledge for all these years. This means that with the disclosure of the longtime closely guarded secret, the world just got a big step closer to World War III, given it means the CIA is largely responsible for the effectiveness of the recent attacks 
which have included drone hits on refineries and energy infrastructure. According to one report, without the CIA, there would have been no way for the Ukrainians to resist the invasion from Russia. So they want to give $60 billion more. I say not a penny until we secure our border. Hey, a big thanks to uh, Patty in the studio and all of you for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow to do it again, 7 to 11. In the meantime, check out crewair.net. New video, new web poll up there. Also, of course, email me, thoughts, comments, ideas, suggestions to jeff at wgso.com. Folks, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.